Hello and welcome to episode 29 of the Ram Nintendo Podcast. I'm Jason. And I'm Jose. And today's episode is a mishmash of crazy last minute Wii U launch madness and Paper Mario Sticker Star impressions. And as such, we're calling this episode a paper thin wait. We're in the final hours of the Wii U uh, launch countdown, if you will. Which is kind of crazy to think about because we first started talking about the Wii U one year ago when we kicked off this podcast. Podcast, excuse me. It's our one year anniversary and what better way to celebrate it than having the Wii U literally hours away? Can't believe we're there already. I know, it's crazy. So thank you to everyone that's listened to us over the past year. And you know there's a lot to talk about. Wii U, like I just said, is literally right around the corner. What so did I do this year? Recorded 29 episodes of the Roundtown Podcast. That's what you did this year. That's right. I guess I played games in the other half. Yep. And that was uh, it. You had no life outside of games in this podcast. You didn't have a job or anything, except you did. I must have. How else would I pay for games? Yeah, they just appeared. They grew out <laughs> of the ground. Oh, Pikmin God. brought them to you. Nintendo has a Pikmin delivery service, don't you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's just go right into uh, Wii U news. So there are a lot of last-minute details. Nintendo chose, instead of telling people things when they want to know them months in advance, they decided to roll out the news four days before launch, five days before launch, two days before launch. So here's the news. They're, we- just, they're just sitting in a room looking at each other, and they're going, like, you think they're ready? Yeah. <laughs> they're literally... <laughs> Are their bodies ready? <laughs> yes, Reggie. Their bodies are ready. So, let's go. Uh, so, we, we lots of what we've talk, talked about in the past, over the past year, from Nintendo's investor meetings to various press releases to just hints, have all kind of come together and the puzzle pieces have been put together. And it all, it, once you hear like how Nintendo Network ID works and how Miiverse works, you realize you actually knew about 95% of it. But it's nice to get that last 5%. So here's the pieces of the puzzle all put together. We'll just run through all their online. Do you feel like we knew 95%? I think so. We knew Miiverse. We'll, we'll watch. I'll point it out as we go. How about that? All right. All right. So Nintendo Network ID. We yes, have a Nintendo. Ne- Nintendo has explained how these work. They're your gamer tag of the Nintendo world, if you will. So it's name-based. There are no more friend codes. That we did not know. Uh, when you first turn on the Wii U, it's going to ask you to create your Nintendo Network ID. Which, you know, you enter a password, date of birth, location, all the standard stuff. And then uh, once that ID is created, you can then have that along with up to 11 other people. So 12 users in total access so the system. by 12 users, do you mean 12 Nintendo Network IDs? I don't know. Nintendo didn't say. See, they're still being a little mysterious. Because that is very important. In the video that they showed, which, by the way, for um, Nintendo release videos for Nintendo Network ID, Miiverse, Because uh, they never showed Wii someone chat. else creating one, right? They no, showed... but what... But they said that anyone can create one and go through some a process. user. But yeah, but that's this what I'm getting at. So all that those you can have multiple Club Nintendo accounts. In I don't know. Hold on, let me exp- wait. So, <laughs> so once this, this Nintendo, answer, see, these answers bring up more questions. I know. But. Yeah, Nintendo basically they put together the puzzle pieces, but they're leaving out like one or two little pieces of the puzzle. But um. What we know from the videos... It's more which, like they gave us puzzle pieces while giving us a brand new puzzle. Well, we have most of the puzzle completed now. Yes, but now we have a new puzzle. That's, well, we're just missing the corner of the current puzzle. Or we're missing like two pieces in the middle. Alright. Yeah. No, okay, I'll give but, it to uh, you. So, sections. As I was, sure, as I was saying, um, <laughs> they put out a bunch of videos that walk you through all this. We have all of those linked to in um, the blog post that corresponds with this episode at redmontown.com, episode 29, Paper Thin Weight. Um, and in those videos, they show 12 accounts that you, every time you boot up the Wii U, you pick your account, and they show, a, you know, an assortment of accounts, and all of them have a little Nintendo Network ID logo in the corner, which to me suggests they're individual Nintendo Network IDs and not system, you know, like, all on the same system under one ID, just different names. Hmm. So I'm not sure. It could go either way. 
I would be shocked if they didn't let you have multiple Nintendo Network IDs. Because what if you and your brother, for example, each one, they're your own. Yeah, but then what about, like, when he gets his own? Will that I don't know. Be separate? I I don't I, know. I, I, don't, well, I have no idea. I mean, I know you don't know. Dude. But it's a good... No, I didn't mean it, like, accusatory. Like, I don't know. Why would you ask me? No, I just I just don't know. Do I work for Nintendo? Do I work for... I mean, I sound like I do. <laughs> I, I know a whole right lot now. of stuff, but... You'd be playing the Wii U right now. I would. But um, either way, regardless of if the users are specific to one Nintendo Network ID or if they each get their own ID, each user... So for our... You know, if you're buying a Wii U for yourself, you... That user that's connected to your Nintendo Network ID. Why don't they got that from Chrome? What? Users? Yeah. The word user? You know every service has users. Facebook users? Twitter what? users? Yeah, but you know. User is a term that means someone that's using the service. Computer user? Okay. Tron got it from the computer world. Oh, well, the they're, 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 but I mean, I don't know. I don't think they got it from Tron. Oh, I don't know. I guess it's weird. <laughs> not, I, guess, I got two UCS hearing accounts. Oh. And now it's like nine well, it's a Nintendo years. Network ID account, and then each system know, is yeah, called yeah. users, which I assume have their own accounts, but who knows? Oh, that's probably why. But anyway, so each of these, each user or account or whatever you want to call it, um, gets its own game saves, its own game settings, its own play activity log, its own browser history, and all those are tied to individual accounts. Also, with the eShop on the Wii U, each purchase is tied to the account that downloads it. Anyone on the system that logs into any of those twelve users on the system can access that game. But the purchase itself is only tied to one person. Presumably, that means if you have to replace a Wii U or if you get a second Wii U and then like transfer stuff or whatever, you'll be able to just log in and it'll let you re-download if you remove them from the first system. Because Nintendo did say you can only have them on one system at a time. But hopefully the account-based thing allows for purchases to... One system at a time. Yeah. Right, well, I well, they just said one system. A game can be saved on one system. No, no, yeah. I assume they mean at a time, because if you have to like replace your Wii U, well, yeah, well, that's or I mean, delete it from one and then log in on. Well, that's other, I mean, that yeah. means you can't do what people do like, with, with PSN, with PS3, no. yeah. yeah, you can't. But um, hmm. but yeah, and the last thing that um, Nintendo said, and we talked about this last no, episode, that's going to defeat the purpose of trying to log into your account from another one. Well, Nintendo wants their money. Yeah. It's a. I mean, honestly, actually, actually, no. There are there are other benefits. It's honestly, like being able to play like a I don't know, like a two player online game. Like I guess I don't know, just use Call of Duty for yeah, example, but that's coming out. Yeah, I guess two people want to level up at the, like rank up at the same time because you could do that on. I think you could do that on the Xbox. You should be able to do that on the Xbox. Like have multiple. Oh, you might be, Oh, you still on. might be able to do that for multiplayer locally. You just can't move a game onto two systems at once. Ninten- it's just an anti piracy thing. It's the same way that like people. Wait, wait are we? I don't think we're thinking, thinking the same thing. Thinking, Are you asking if you can log into multiple Nintendo Network IDs when playing locally like, on like, one system? Like, let's say, like, player one is his own account, player two. You might be able to do that. Nintendo has their said. own account. Nintendo has said, I assume you'd be able to do that because that'd be silly not to if they have 12 accounts. What you can't do well, I mean, is have the same I mean, game. I mean, PSN on... doesn't do that, so it's not um, that weird either. Well, it's only Xbox that does that, I think. Hmm, then I don't know. But Nintendo did say that. All I'm saying is Nintendo said you can't have the same game on two, download on two systems tied to the same one account. Yeah. If I download Trine 2, that's what it's called, right? Coming, you know, on launch day, I can only have it on my Wii U. I can't then log into yours and put it on yours, too. Oh. That's what they mean. Well, might as well not even trying. I set that up for you too well. Uh, <laughs> I know, I'm, not, I'm not proud of that one. No, that one's pretty bad. But anyway, the one last thought... I should have waited for something that uses trying. I know, you should have. But it, it would have been like an hour from now, and then you'd be like, Oh, trying! And, it, and everyone would be like, what? What? Again, an hour ago, we mentioned it? Haha. <laughs> I, I thought it was worth trying. There, there you go. Alright. I thought so too. Thought it was worth trying too. Oh, right. Trying too. 
Director's cut. Uh, I thought we were trying to director's cut. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, the last thing I was going to say is the uh, the third tidbit about Nintendo Network IDs. We talked about last episode, but Nintendo went out of their way to fully confirm it. Yes, they hook into third-party um, services like EA's Origin or Ubisoft's Uplay. For better or worse. And they hook in to other things. You can log in, like for Deluxe Digital Promotions website, you can log in using your Nintendo Network ID. It's going to be a universal umbrella thing. No friend code, just a name. So, yay. Yeah. Which means we have to get our Wii U's, like, immediately. Everyone that wants a Wii U needs to buy one immediately. So Yeah, because they all want to get Wayro, and they all want to get a JSR or whatever you want to put at the end. Maybe just JSR? Or just Probably just JSR. JSR. But now they heard our plan, and all our listeners, all of them, are going <laughs> to yeah, go. They're, they're, they're going to be JSR 1 through 30, and then, like, Wero 1 through 30, and then uh, we have more than 60. But Yeah, they're going to waste their user space just to do Yeah, it. they are. Why wouldn't they? You can create up to 12 accounts. They get like six accounts that are just messing with us. That would suck. I hope they don't do that. Yeah, please don't do that. It's her one-year anniversary. Don't gift us that horror. There well, we go. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that cancels out a ill will, I'm sure. So that's that's Nintendo Network ID. Basically, Nintendo's finally on the bandwagon with accounts, is the moral of the story. Do not steal... <laughs> I see that look. Do not steal my name. <laughs> Do not steal oh, my name. I will. Man. I will. I know where you live. We record at your house. I will come here, unannounced, and take your Wii U and bring it to my house and make it mine and then give you mine, just like I'm. You sure. would do that? No. Then, anyway, then I have nothing to worry about. Uh, whatever. Meverse. So I'll, that's. I'll make you get JSR eight. I'll take JSR and JSR seven. Please don't. I'm doing one of them. You'll see. No, don't. You just have to beat me to it. Whatever. Right. Uh, so Meverse. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Nintendo. This is fun. I don't know if you can actually do that. Uh, that's assuming you get more than one Nintendo Network ID on per system, well, which goes just... back to the original issue. Well, You're going to want uh, well, I'll create, You're not going to want mine. I'll, well, I'm going to create mine first, create a new user, and try to create yours. Please don't do that. I mean, I don't need your email, but I have it, but I did the whole confirmation thing, but we'll see how it goes. Don't do that. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to news, because I'm sure these lovely folks listening don't care about your scheming to kill me in the digital world of Nintendo. <laughs> Well, your, it's not that way. Identity I, theft. I, I could still spam your everything, bro. Well, yeah, because we're about get we're about to get to how you can spam me because we're talking meverse. Which this is just another example in my mind of how we had the puzzle pieces and now they're being put together for us. So meverse literally is a social network for video games. We've talked about for you know Nintendo uh, Kotaku once made an analogy. It's like Facebook. It's actually more like Twitter. It turns out, but Nintendo's been hinting that like you, you can connect with people. Yeah, I like Twitter more than Facebook. They can connect with people, and that it's it's all there basically. It goes like this. Anytime that you're playing a game, if you hit the home button on the controller, on the gamepad, it'll pop up with options like the eShop, internet browser, all which are accessible while the game's paused. One of those options is the Miiverse. When you click through, you'll see a whole assortment of options, including feeds where you can view what uh, your friends or or followers are um, saying. You can do direct messages between friends. You can go to spe- game-specific message boards. So like if we're playing Mario, if I'm playing Mario and I want to like go get advice on how to beat a level, I can hop onto Meverse, post a status of up to 100 characters long, or post a drawing, or po- post a screenshot of what was paused when I hit the home menu, and throw that all on, all on there. My followers will see it, my friends will see it, and it'll be posted to the, uh, at least I think that's how it works, that all of them will see it, and it'll be posted to the message board for Mario. Or essentially, it's a message board. It's like a yeah. feed. It's like a Twitter feed for just Mario. That's, and each, that's really cool. It is really, really cool. Like each game, by default, has its own core 
Miiverse functionality. Every game will have its own like discussion feed. They'll have their own like, little web page with the every game with will a have banner on top. Yeah, every game will have its own like discussion feed. Yeah, and you'll be able to, um, you know, you'll be able to take screenshots of that game, and you'll be able to like do core interactions. I'm assuming they're also gonna allow for more filtering more down the line. I assume so. They're already filtering because otherwise they're just gonna be scrolling forever. I know they're already filtering spoilers. So you can mark your post as spoilers, or you can flag something as spoilers, and they'll have, I believe, I think they said this in the past, they're going to have auto-spoiler tracking. Oh. So they'll have certain words that they just know means it's a spoiler, and they'll, you know, block out. Yeah. So you can turn spoilers on or off. So hmm, I guess I have to be more creative. Yeah, you can't just send me screenshots of the final level or something every <laughs> game I'll never beat. But, um, but yeah, so I kind of alluded that there are followers and friends, which gets kind of confusing, spoiler right? Spoiler the final so, boss of New Super Mario Bros. U. Is he really? Is he really? Bowser is. Hmm. Shocker. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so the Miiverse actually, it's like they're combining a whole bunch of different things. So you have friends. You can have up to 100 friends. These are people that you play online with. These are people that you can direct message. Yes, Nintendo has direct messaging finally, and they're online. And these are people that you can we, uh, use Wii U chat with, which we'll get to in a few minutes. That's the video chat service. Uh, you can also have 1,000 followers. Or you can follow 1,000, I should say. Following is a lot like Twitter, where you can't play them online, but you can read their updates in a feed. Like, it'll be a feed of your followers, and you could just read, or, or following, friends, right? I think so. Yeah, it's all in Japanese. Here's the thing, thing, they're all in Japanese. All the screenshots and tennis released of Miiverse. They even, when they put the videos in English, which, once again, you can watch on our blog post, if you haven't seen them already. Um, they're all Japanese footage. They didn't bother translating them, so I'm not quite sure. I've seen it's rough translations. Out in the US first, also, right? Yeah, it comes out here like two and a half weeks before Japan. I feel or like it would have made more sense to have it in English. It would have, but Nintendo works in very mysterious ways. <laughs> but point, I wouldn't say it's mysterious. It's, it's very mysterious. It. No, it's why would they promote these? Why, why would they in Japan? That's, like, that's what I mean. Why in Japan mis- would they? Oh. I meant mysterious. Like it has no logic. It's, they have some crazy. Reasons. Oh, I thought you said mysterious. And like, how do they do all? That? No, no, no. I mean, like mysterious in the sense of like, why? How would did they, they do find all that? a lonely guy willing to let us record his? Whole oh yeah, how they go to some guy's apartment, give him a, who happens to have a Wii U before release, and record all this footage. I know, but um, it wasn't promotional and d- fake at <laughs> that all. Guy. No, of everything to look up on the internet. Oh yeah, yeah. In the video, yeah, you might as well tell it. Right now? Why not? Oh. I don't know, I just thought it was kind of funny. He was playing New Super Mario Bros. U, and he goes to the browser, and he just looks up flying squirrels, and he looks at him, and Because there's know, a squirrel suit in like, the new Mario. He's, like, reading about, like, I guess... I don't know, I'm assuming it's, like... I don't know how they... It, it like, looks how, like... How it looks kind like, of glide, and... Yeah. And, like he goes back to, and then he goes back to the game, like, looking kind of satisfied. It's like, like oh, I'm going to apply what I just learned into this game. Yeah. Because <laughs> Mario clearly followed, like... It does Squirrels show. can go up in the air on command... Mid flight and change trajectory midair. I don't know. It does show though that the it browser. Sort of it does show how seamless the browser is. You can yeah. access it anytime from the home menu, and the browser supports full HTML5 and some other things. It doesn't support Flash, but it does all HTML5. So YouTube has an HTML5 video player, for example, so oh. you can watch YouTube without any any need for anything else. And yeah, it's it's kind of cool. But back to Meverse for a minute. So there are a couple. I mentioned there are uh, there are friends and followers. In both cases, or any status, actually, you can reply to any of the messages, which, once again, they could be up to 100 characters in length. They could be a drawing, or they could be a screenshot. 100, 100 characters. Yeah. Well, Not 140, like Twitter. Only no, yeah, 100. that's right. That's what I like. Oh, that's yeah. Strong. Um, you can reply to any, and you can also, yeah, <laughs> comment. <laughs> you, see, like yeah. It, you see, like is taken, and retweet, obviously, you can't read Miiverse, so they had to do yeah. And the best part is there are different yeahs, <laughs> depending on the emotion. You can do yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Like, they have, like, multiple, like, there's, yeah, exclamation mark. Yeah, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. There's your emotions. It's kind of funny. They also, um, speaking of emotions, when you post your status, you have a picture of your me next to it. That's your icon, obviously, me versus me's. You can pick one of six different emotions for your me to display to correspond with your post. So. I know which one you're going to be picking all the time. Happy. No, more like angry because you can't get past the first level. I can be the first level. It's usually the second I get stuck. I'm kidding. Oh, wow. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I can't. I can get through the first world of every game. No problem. <laughs> it's true. I want. I'm gonna put that to the test. I'm gonna. Uh, I game. just. I played through the first world of Paper Mario. Oh, listen, I, I, listen I'm gonna find a game that you can't beat the first world. Fine. You oh, do Super, Super Meat Boy. Problem solved. Ah, I hate you. Actually, anyway, no, that would have to be the first world. There's no way you cannot beat the first world. I guess. I uh, guess. Nope. You can. Yeah. We'll find something. But yeah, so um, we I mentioned that the core functionality of Meverse. I like how we're having two separate conversations. It's like I'm going through the like cool features, and you're just like, mm, I'm Meat Boy. Da, 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 da. Finding a Isaac. Anyway, I just got, no, it's fine. I was just gonna say that um, so I mentioned core functionality, all this messaging and these feeds that each game has. That's the core Meverse. Every game will get it. Developers though now have access to plug their games into more advanced Meverse stuff. Mario and Nintendo Land, which are both coming out, you know, Sunday with the system. Both use the more advanced features. For example, in Mario, when you die a number of times in the same spot, it'll be like, how you feel about this? <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm not kidding. You can post to me versus how you feel. Nintendo said in the video, it may even ask you to express your feelings in rhyme because Nintendo's ridiculous like that. Would you do it? If Nintendo said rhyme about how you feel, would you rhyme? Or would you just be like, screw it and just write normally? No, I, I would definitely rhyme. It's, it's, you do puns. Funny. You do be, puns. Because like, why else? I mean, I would never ever consider to do that on a normal That's true. daily gaming basis that's so, true but so in addition to that on as they showed at e3 once again a puzzle piece that now makes more sense in the grander picture um, it works my rhyming muscle yes it works your rhyming muscle because there is such a thing as a rhyming muscle it's right next it's it's attached to the funny bun see see what i did there? yeah that's it's humorous that yep. <laughs> i'm sorry if i blew out anyone's ears with that really loud clap but anyway <laughs> um that was good it's humorous <laughs> anyway <laughs> so um so Mario, the messages will appear for accomplishments that people have on the world map for individual levels or cool tips people may have. Me versus messages. <laughs> um, they'll appear, they'll ask you when you die. If you die a number of times, other people have died there, their messages will pop up so you can mm, see Jason, whatever, get past this spot. Yeah, okay. But other, you know, other messages if will I pop up. If I die here, what chances do you have? Watch. I'm going to get past it, send you a screenshot, and be like, how do you like me now? And you'll be like, oh, he's good at something. <laughs> but anyway. Um, Double, but... I'll take your challenge. Alright, it's on. It's on on Sunday. We'll have the Miiverse, the Miiverse and the Wii U and everything on Sunday, so it's happening Sunday. Anyway, uh, Nintendo Land also integrates Miiverse in a similar way, where um, as you walk around the, the plaza of Nintendo Land, which is like the theme park hub, there will be Miis from all over the world, and when you walk up to them, they'll show a status from that person. I don't believe they're real-time. I think they're, like, cached. So you'll be seeing status made from a few hours ago or whatever. But still, they're, it has that, like pseudo community yeah vibe. i wonder if um it's like, like home but like not if, like if your home. friends are there if you'll find them somewhere around there or Probably. if it's always around them. i imagine they'll emphasize friends i would hope so because that'd be kind of funny just to see like the deal jason just standing there yeah or it's like your friends are always there and i hope kinda... so well even if they're not they're also when you beat when you finish a nintendo land attraction the mini game they also on the game on the like ending screen they also have yeah. comments float by from people about that attraction so i imagine friends will be emphasized oh, that's right and you could also draw there because they're like oh yeah there's a universal language because i mean since you can see them from all over the world people will be writing in their native language yeah although i suspect might, might either they're gonna auto translate them 
or they're only going to show your language. Well, I guess it depends. I mean, if they drew, Unless, I think if, drawn if they drew some, international. Well, I mean, yeah, because yeah. if they drew something and wrote, yeah, I think it, the I think if they did one of the hundred character stasses, that might not appear if it's oh, in a different language. Probably just have. Did it have a flag next to it? I really don't remember. I don't think so. Maybe. I guess I just go look at the Mii's face and. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> sure, but um, just ballpark it. <laughs> yeah, just like, hope for the best. Or, like, I think you might be from Spain, but maybe or France. You, or you could just be American because we have like everybody here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> A um, couple kind of interesting general tidbits about Miiverse that came out that, you know, once again helped to fill in the puzzle. So the service is being powered actually by the guys that powered the uh, Flipnote Studio service and website. Man, that's good. It's Well, it was a pretty good site. It was called, I mean, it got the job done. It's called Hatina, and they're doing all the infrastructure stuff. So on that end, they have a company. It's not Nintendo's first, like, well, I hope we get the infrastructure right. They're working with one of Japan's biggest, like, infrastructure website. They're like the Yahoo of Japan, kind of. Not, like, quite that extreme, but they do a lot of big websites for big services. Oh, let me so. appropriate my reaction. Huh. Oh, were you doing ooh? Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. because the first one apparently was yeah. like, oh, it's not Yahoo status. I'm like, oh. Okay. And also, they are saying that you will be able to get notifications when people, yeah, your post. <laughs> God, that, that doesn't work as well as when people like your post. When people, yeah, it. When I'm like, hey, I yad you today. Don't you just <laughs> love yang? I love yang. <laughs> Especially the sad yeah. I like saying yeah in a sad, I like being yeah. Yeah, how's that work? If you're explaining a sad yeah, would you be like, "Hey, did you get my yeah today?" Well, or maybe you. Or what if it's like? Or a, maybe you would just never say that. They, it's no different than being like, "Did you see I liked your post on Facebook?" No one says that. No one says. No one says. If no one says, if no one has said, if I like your post, then I'm pretty sure no one will say this. Or maybe they will because this is like. Well, I want. I'm going to want to test the notification. So I'm going to be like, "Jose, I'm going to yeah you," and you're like, "What? That sounds dirty." And I'm like, "No, it's just a liking on." Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I guess that would be a yeah, yeah dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, uh, that's Miiverse in a nutshell. Nintendo's still, you know, we know a lot. We know the basic functionality. There's little bits and pieces that I'm sure will be filled in as we start using it. And we'll have full impressions of uh, Miiverse and how it integrates with all our games on our special episode of the Ramtown Podcast, which will be next Sunday, I believe the 25th. Is that right? Does that sound right? Um, maybe. Uh, yes, Sunday the 25th. Uh, it'll be that Sunday, and we'll have impressions of that and a whole lot of other stuff, but I just want to make it clear that we still don't know everything, but we will, obviously, if you have a Wii U by then, you will too, but it'll be, you know, and we'll be sharing our Nintendo Network ID, because we'd love to follow you, we'd love you to follow us, it'll be, it'll be fun, it'll be like Twitter meets Nintendo. It's kind of nice that we're actually getting... A real, a real, like, online thing. Well, no, 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 well, I, I was actually referring to the fact that we're getting... A lot of important features that we were actually looking forward to on the day that the console's out. Yeah, that's rare for Nintendo. I mean, we didn't even have the browser when the 3DS. That's went true. Out. Well, Nintendo said they learned their lesson, and that's why well, know, they that's think like... that's partly why the 3DS didn't do well in the first few months. No because eShop. They had no eShop. I for can't three imagine months. Not having an eShop. I know. Player. Not only is it day one, but oh. they're actually starting. Or folders. Wow. The well, actually, they haven't said anything about folders on the Wii U. I know, but like, I can't. But I already forgot how my 3DS looked. Like, cluttered. Like, very, yeah, very. Because of all those ambassador games. Yeah. To me, to me, it's just nice because it's like not only is it Nintendo's finally catching up with online, but it also feels like they leapfrogged a little. I mean, the the service doesn't have cross-game voice chat, which is very big on Xbox Live and was in high demand on PSN forever. Cross-game? Cross-game. Like, you can be chatting with someone and be like, let's play this game, and you jump in, and the chat just goes in. Oh. It's a big feature. Like, you keep, let's switch to this game. Okay, and the chat doesn't cut. You just keep chatting as you do Oh, yeah, yeah, No, 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 what you mean? They don't have that. For some reason, I thought you meant, like, I'm playing one game, one chat, and someone's playing another. I mean, hypothetically, I guess you could. No, but no, I know what you mean. Like, I yeah, it, it is kind of like they don't have that. It's not annoying, but 
because on PSN, like, I'm playing with my brother Marvel's Capcom, right. and then yeah, right, and momentarily stop until yeah, back into... Over. See, it's been in demand for PSN forever, so it's kind of surprising that Nintendo didn't see that their competitor has that sought-after thing and go, like, oh, we should do that because they don't have it, but yeah. that's okay. They also don't have any sort of system-wide achievements. That was confirmed by um, the team that made Scribblenauts. The head guy basically said, yeah, there's no system-wide. But their game implements it. Mario has its own set. Nintendo Land has its own set. So each game will have some yeah, variant, yeah. but there's no overarching gamer point. Sawyer deal, Keep but even always kind of have that though. And like, yeah, memory. but now they're more. But, yeah, but now they. I guess they yeah. have to be very prominent. Yeah, well, except in the Miiverse. It's like, oh, did you do this side quest? Because then you get this and this and that. It's like, yeah. I mean, the achievement was like on an RPG. Like I know, but like Tales, like the achievement was like getting one of those secret like swords, like the demon swords. I don't mm-hmm. know. There's like five of them, but I guess you have to have like the little thing that. Yeah, so you got it. So. The, the flip, well, the flip side of it is, yeah, there's no system wide achievements, but you can easily just take a screenshot and post it to Meverse, yeah. which is almost better than achievement. Because yeah, I can go look at someone's Xbox profile and see, oh, they got this achievement, that achievement, and the next achievement. Or I could go to Game Center on my iPhone and see, oh, this person has five out of eight achievements. Good for them. But with yeah. me, but with Meverse, you could point out, cool you could, co- yeah, you could point out whatever, and people can comment and like it. So I could go like, oh, Jose, what do you have on? I mean one. Yeah, what do you have on like Game Center if you had Game Center, and you'd be I like. Do. It's on MacBook. Oh, that's right. So I could go look at yours and be like, oh, cool. He has like two random things. But if I, I if you post it to me first, I'm more inclined to go, yeah. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or, or <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is, there, more, is there a yeah, yeah? Or no? I wish there was a yeah, yeah. No, but um, it'd be like either I'd be more inclined to like acknowledge it in some way or leave a comment. Like, how'd you get that? Like, it's more, yeah. it sparks more conversation <laughs> yeah. than a game. Oh my god, point. we say yeah a lot. Anyway, um, yeah. that's probably why. Yeah, we do. <laughs> But I mean, um, I guess like the only thing that I know people were kind of miffed about was um, the fact that we don't get quote unquote experience points. Like I know for every achievement and every trophy in PSN, right? That's just gamer score. It's like you level up and you have like oh, I'm like I think I'm like. But a quite level frankly, six or quite frankly, when people start buying Barbie's horse adventure because turning on the game gets you 200 points, that's when the system's a little broken, and that's when I'm okay uh, saying you know what? I'd rather just have Meverse with comments that I can leave. And people post what they want, and no one has to go waste money on Barbie Horse yeah. Adventure just to get 200 points. And I didn't realize people did it until my brother pointed out. Like, because yep. I have a friend that he's like a level 12 on PSN. My brother's like, "Whoa, that's really high!" But then he's like, "I bet he's playing like all these games." And then we looked at all the games he's playing. Yep. And he's playing games that like they're just so random, like you would and never buy. But, yeah, exactly. But they have like 100% achievements. 100% achievements. Yep. It's 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 like this kind of circumvents that. And also, I think I started saying makes you waste more money. I mean, it's like it does. Yeah. Really, yeah, but eh. and also I started to think Whatever that like pickles are pickle. Yeah, I guess uh, at the end of the day they're just playing games. I guess. Yeah, but um, what was I starting to say? There was a point I was getting at. Oh yeah, when I was saying it kind of leapfrogs over those guys, with the exception of those two things. This is really what like online gaming should be next. Is like taking, I mean Xbox and PSN. Correct me if I'm wrong about PSN because I know you have it and I don't. But they're very like here's your group of friends. You can do all this cool stuff with them, but that's about it. You just have your group of friends. You, it's really hard to like find people. It's really hard to engage with other gamers. It's just here's your core group. Have fun, right? Um, There's no yeah. like. I guess yeah. like outside of just like you run into them if you, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You can run into you, people playing a game yeah, and you that, can friend them, it. but yeah. it's like you can't like build a sort of like relationship with other um, gamers it, unless you friend them and then they're all the way to like the equal to your brother. Yeah, but then yeah, it's just yeah, it's also kind of random. Like I would not have friended. I don't know, maybe like three or four people from Marvel, if I had to run into them like four or five times in right. a row, it's like I keep running into you and I don't really hate you. So I guess Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, this just seems like such a more natural, like it really seems like the next step for online and I really, like Meverse, and I really think that uh, P- 
PS4 and Xbox 720 or whatever they call it. I think I'm really. I really think yeah. they're gonna have an equivalent to this. Like it's the logical next step. PSN and Xbox experimented with putting like Facebook and Twitter within games. Like you could tweet how you do an Uncharted. Oh yeah, I mean you could link your Facebook to your right. PS3. Right, and then it'll post. And, every, and then everybody was like, "Oh, I just got a trophy." Yeah, exactly. Game. So they, this is just kind of like that is the same thing as kind of. Well, not here, man. But the, sure. No, but this is just like the natural me versus just the natural like next step for online. So it's kind of neat that Nintendo didn't just mimic the others, but they are doing what's naturally next. Like, this is what PS4 and Xbox will have, I'm positive. Yeah. So it's, it's cool that Nintendo... Because they always... They said way back in January, another one of those puzzle pieces that I keep bringing up. That's my theme. Uh, they said Should've way back stickers. in... They said what? Should have made stickers that said puzzle piece? Oh, sticker star. Well, they're sticking all the story... They're sticking all the pieces together Paper Mario style. And no, um... I wish it was called The Sticker Star. Or And The Sticker Star. Well, anyway, <laughs> finishing my thought, way back in January, they made some kind like, they can't just mimic Xbox and PSN, and we had a whole discussion about what that could yeah, mean. they have to be Nintendo. Yeah, and they did it, and I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with it. As a social media junkie, I love it, so. That's me versus Step one is admitting you have a problem. Yeah, and I do. So step one, or step one, so that's me versus, and that's Nintendo Network ID. One other thing that comes with Nintendo Network ID or once you have your Nintendo Network ID hooked up, is uh, you can Wii U chat with friends. That's what they're calling their video chat feature. Wii or U Skype. Chat. It's, it's essentially Skype, but with one extra plus. It's better. You can draw on people in real time. So basically, mm-hmm. how it works is you can do one-on-one video chats with anyone on your friends list, which is up to 100 different people. And um, you on the TV and the gamepad. One-on-one one at a time, right? Yeah, one-on-one chat. That. Yeah. And uh, both the gamepad and the TV will show the same image, but if you're using the gamepad, you can draw on it with the stylus. And it's, like, semi-transparent, and both people can see what you're drawing, so you can, like, do a collaborative drawing. And the drawings are then, you know, on top of the main video chat on the TV, too. It's, you know, it's very Nintendo. It's very, like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I can draw on you, haha. <laughs> but, um, yeah. but, yeah, it, uh... It's, you know, it's... it's right. Honestly, I don't know how much I'm going to use Wii U chat. Like, I... There's so many other ways to video chat with people. FaceTime, Skype. And yet we don't really use them. No, and I... Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. Like, I think I, I've I, used FaceTime I, a total of four times. I can see myself using Wii U chat a lot just because of convenience. Yeah, but... And, and what's interesting, actually, and, is and, if you... Because I'm, it looks like, I don't know, this one just to bug you. Yeah, but here's the thing. Make you feel bad I don't for know, not accepting my... Well, here's the Wii thing. I don't know if it will tell you if I'm online or not when you try calling me. What Nintendo said is if your friend isn't there which I think means not using the Wii U, you can leave a voice message. Okay. So you might not know if you can it, or, actually or get through to me. it's assumed that you know they're not there. Or they I don't know. There. But either, they made it sound like, I could be totally wrong, once again, you nah, still have a few... Nah, they, they made to. it sound like if it you doesn't... Know your th- if you know your 3DS friends are on, then they have to be Yeah, that's there. true. They Hopefully. It has to be a way to... But yeah, you can leave a video message, and if you're if I'm playing a game when you call me, the home button on the gamepad actually starts glowing blue, much like the disc slot on the Wii did. And it'll glow blue, and then you can hit home, see you have an incoming call. Here's the bad part. Quit your game and accept the call. You can't video call on top of a pause game. Uh, they don't have enough, I guess, processor to do that. Yeah, However, yeah. flip side of that is uh, in Nintendo's president, Iwata, in um, one of his Iwata Asks articles, which he interviews the developers of everything, basically. He basically said to them that he wants it to be able to do that in the future. And if he's publicly saying that, that means it's coming in if you, in a firmware update down the road. Might be a while, but if he's publicly willing to say we're going to fix that, they're going to fix that. Hmm. You don't just casually be like, oh, it'd be cool to do that in the future, and then never do it. Like, that's a hint. Yeah, but I mean, so, just the fact that you could record a video if they don't answer. That would yeah. be pretty cool. So you could just leave a bunch of, like, just spam your inbox. Please don't. 
Like a, I think it'll probably like, only like they'll pro- one second like footage. They'll probably only actions. let you send however many messages. Like it might only let you do like one video message at a time or something. Well, we'll see. I'll have to test all these boundaries. Well, that's what Sunday's for. And on Sunday, before you do any of that, all these cool features, as well as the eShop and the internet browser, won't and work. Nintendo TV. Un- and Nintendo TV won't work until you do a firmware update. In fact, none of the press have access to these yet. They're rolling it out this weekend. Yeah. They basically Makes us feel a little special. Yeah, we get experience it for the first time. We can't be spoiled by the videos of it. Well, not only that, but it's also like, like, oh, because they, like, oh, they get the Wii U so far in advance. But at least we get something else that they don't get. That they will get. <laughs> it's not very bitter. It is a little bitter. I said bitter, not better. I said bitter. Oh, I thought you said better. Well, <laughs> you sounded so bitter that I thought <laughs> that you were saying, I don't know. But yeah, so they all come in a firmware update. And along with that firmware update, which is, by the way, going to hammer their servers the first day, I bet gonna take forever to download unless you do it right at midnight but um along with the update also comes the ability to do backwards compatibility so uh wii u does backwards compatibility kind of in a funny way unlike the 3ds where it just kind of meshed in like you play sure you play a ds game and the 3ds turns into a ds basically but it's all integrated into the same menu the dsiware is all available from the eShop. it all kind of flows together nicely they play nice with the wii u you open a Wii menu within the Wii U, and then it suddenly switches over to the channel interface of the Wii, and there's your Wii Shop, and there's your Virtual Console, and there's your WiiWare, and it's all accessible only in there. It doesn't count towards the play activity log, the activity log that comes with the Wii U, like on the 3DS. Even though the 3DS does count it, the Wii U doesn't. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't count it... Um, it doesn't count in terms of, like, you can't use your Wii Shop points you have left over once if you transfer them. You can't use them on the eShop. They're totally isolated. Virtual Console and WiiWare games from the Wii Shop won't work on the Wii U eShop. Like, they will be completely separate shops, separate online stores. It's very strange. But at least they're allowing for, um... Will the entire library be available from day one on the eShop? The Virtual Console library? No. Or is it going to be like one of those... Wait, you mean... Three games at a time every week? Wait, sorry, what do you mean? Like, well, the Wii... Sh- the Wii Shop... The Virtual Console, like, are they just... There's no Virtual Console for Wii U right now. Oh. If you want Virtual Console, you have to go through the Wii Shop. If mm. you want to wait... Uh, once again, Iwata said this time in another Nintendo Direct... They're doing so many now. This rolled out, like, a day ago, and it was all about, like, USB storage and stuff. But in this Nintendo Direct, he said that um, they're planning... To have a Wii U variant of the Virtual Console that allows you to play the Virtual Console games on the TV or gamepad. And more info will be coming eventually. My guess is Nintendo's going to make you pay for them all over again. And my guess is they're going to roll them out slowly. But that's just because that's how Nintendo has done things in the past. It'd be a very pleasant surprise if all your previously purchased Wii Virtual Console could be upgraded to Wii U. Like if they could somehow track that. I mean, they are on the same system at this point. If you transfer all your stuff to the Wii U from the Wii, you do have it all there. So they could somehow probably pull those and see what you have and give you the equivalent but they mm. haven't said it's mean, I don't know, I'm looking forward to transferring the stuff at the same time I'm not, like tu- I'm not transfer. Of... well here's how the transfer works this is what actually probably worth mentioning you need two you need your Wii and your Wii U plugged in you need to be able to switch between them okay because what you have to which isn't that crazy no, but what you have to do component yeah I know it's not, it's, not that, it's not that crazy but what you need to do is you put the stuff on an SD card you put the SD card in the Wii U you do some back and forth you download some apps on each it's a multi-step process that uh, is in the manual for the system but and then it literally transfers not copies transfers everything to the Wii U so your Wii becomes brand new factory well, that's basically fine. I don't think I'm going to use my Wii anymore it barely works oh that's true well yours is fine but in my case I don't want my Wii to become pointless so I'm just going to leave I'm just going to leave. What plus, about your GameCube? 
My bad. When I play GameCube games, I still put them in the GameCube. I'm yeah, putting in the Wii. Put them in the GameCube because all my controllers are plugged into the GameCube. Oh, all right. Yep. And 64. Well, you even play it? Actually, funny story. Like three months ago, I played. Um, what was it? Star Fox? No, it was longer than three months ago. Then it was before Star Fox 64 came out. So a year ago, <laughs> I played uh, Star Fox 64 original on the 64. That wasn't that funny. No, it wasn't. You're right. And <laughs> but yeah, so that's the the I don't I don't know. I'm more content leaving all my stuff on the Wii because I don't really like the fact that after doing such a good integration of the DS and 3DS and when on the 3DS that they kind of like didn't bother doing the same with the uh, Wii and Wii U. If they integrated nicely, and maybe I'd do it, but they don't. So I'm. It's like, what difference does it make if I? put the disc a Wii game into the Wii or put it into the Wii U. I have to go through the channel interface. I have to basically be playing the Wii anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, not everyone has the luxury of being able to connect them both at the same time. Oh, well, I don't because I my TV... Well, that's like... My TV... Because some people want to keep all their stuff well, and here's not have the, to connect well, both. No, here's the problem. My TV doesn't have... The HDTV I'm hooking my Wii U to that's on Sunday. That makes more sense Wait, hold on. It. Hold on. doesn't have HDMI, so I have to use a component cable, the component cable from my Wii. So I actually would have to switch the cord back and forth. But I don't want my because I want my Wii to basically be pointless. Like, if I remove everything, yes, it moves your play history. Yes, it moves your me data. Yes, it moves, like, everything imaginable. You're literally everything. Uh-huh. But your extra Wii points, everything. But I don't know. I just don't want an a, empty system. Same reason I didn't transfer my DSi software to my 3DS when I got my 3DS. The one exception being my 3DS to my 3DS XL, because that was specifically an upgrade. That I made the transfer, because it'd be silly not to. But the other stuff, it's like, well, the system's self-contained. I can just play it on the original system. I guess it seems necessary. If you, I mean, if you don't have the space to have both consoles connected. Right, 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 right. I just don't like the fact that they didn't integrate. They could have at least done the activity log. But that'd be nice if it's like well, you I mean, played... If they ever do integrate it, though, you will still have to transfer it someday. Or I could just choose not to. We'll see. By then, I might not care at all. But... Well, I mean, it's not like you're going to play those games anyway. And I mean, you never know. I mean, I've gone I, back to... I've played... I actually just recently started playing the original Super Monkey Ball again. I can't see you. On GameCube. I can't see you. On GameCube. Yeah, but you, you just said you have a GameCube there. Right. So there's no point in you having the Wii there. Yes. No, there isn't. Here's the thing. I like having <laughs> all my consoles laid out on my entertainment That's it. You can still have it laid out. It's not plugged in. It's not going to be plugged in. It won't have visual audio. I don't want to transfer I, it. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't like having a... It's, it's one of those things where it makes sense to the person. I don't want to have an empty system logic, sitting there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because of logic. I don't want to have an empty system sitting there. Funny how we got so but sidetracked on what I want. But your technically an empty system. You just choose not to use the GameCube side of your Wii. Hmm? I mean, as soon as you got your Wii, the GameCube became an empty system, essentially. Not in the same way, because I didn't have stuff saved on the internals of the GameCube. Yeah, but that's it. That. It was still obsolete. You, the Wii could do everything the GameCube nope. does. Nope, Game Boy Player. Not yeah. saying I used it. I did it. <laughs> well, but right. I, 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 like I had the like... option. I had the option of using my Game Boy Player all these years, all right, all right, all which right. I wouldn't have had with the Wii. Okay, you, you win. Damn. <laughs> Game Boy Player... Yeah, and, right. I, guess, and I guess I'd rather have the option to use it. something I know I won't use and not have, then it, not have it at all. Because then if you ever do want it down there, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you didn't use it 10 years ago, you're not going to yeah, use it now. You never know. I might have an inkling to play Metroid Fusion on a giant 40 Because you won't play inch. it on your 3DS. Because you have it on your 3DS. <laughs> I said on a giant 40-something inch screen. Alright. I don't have that urge ever, but I may. Anyway, let's get back on track. We got <sighs> way sidetracked about my personal preferences. They're um, weird. I mentioned, okay, you have two copies of, like, five games. You're weird. Anyway, I mentioned... <laughs> hey, 
<laughs> and don't use the excuse of one is your brother's, because your brother isn't here, but the game is, and it's sitting on the shelf next to yours. The case. He oh, the he has game. the game? Well, there goes my whole yeah. argument. Anyway, yeah. let's go back to real news. Accusator. Going back to real news. So, um, I mentioned Iwata. <laughs> I mentioned Iwata mentioned USB info in a recent Nintendo Direct. So, um, it's interesting that unlike PSN, or unlike PS3 and Xbox 360, there's no proprietary hard drives or anything. You can plug in up to two terabytes of any hard drive you want. Nintendo just has a few recommendations. So, they say that the hard drive needs its own power source. So it can either be a wall outlet or through a second USB plug. You know how some hard drives have the Y cable where yeah. there's two USBs? That works as a power source. But you can't do a single USB uh, plug only because it simply won't have enough juice being provided to it to transfer whatever data. Yeah, because I mean it's reading it off of it. So you... Yeah. Similarly, they, dis- they discourage using a USB flash drive for the same reason that read speeds are really low and there won't be enough power. And uh, they also won't let you use SD cards to save anything. The SD slot on the Wii U presumably is for the WiiWare and Virtual Console stuff from your Wii. And that's it? And no that's pictures? It. I ima- they haven't said anything about pictures or music player or anything. So actually, mm. I'm not sure. If they have them, yeah, I guess you could do that. But they haven't said. In fact, the fact they that they They don't really have a photo channel yet or anything like that. I don't right? think they do. I don't know if they're going to. They like a video slash photo channel, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they don't at all, actually. Huh. Not only that, but you can't upload any images or any music or anything off the internet browser like you can't go like upload a picture to twitter through like twitpic on your gamepad yeah. it doesn't support any uploading mm-hmm. so maybe they just won't have anything for that see that's another one of so those that means, things so that that's means, another one of those things where it's like they put together most of the puzzle so like, but we still have a few missing pieces so that means like you wouldn't be able to do what you did with the message board like upload a picture there basically no but you could i guess not yeah because you saved it to the sd card and then you put it on the wii and uploaded it so everyone could see it yeah i guess not hmm. Well, at least not through... Well, the message board wasn't the internet browser. They're saying you can't upload through the internet browser to websites. Oh, That's a little yeah. different. Well, um, I mean, Meverse, I you can obviously... Screen... I don't think I would ever want to... Yeah. Meverse, you can obviously screenshot anything at any time. But Actually, I shouldn't say want. If I could, I would. But, yeah. <laughs> right, right. But, yeah, so that, um, in a nutshell, is what we know. <laughs> you said nutshell twice. I did. Oh, yeah, one other thing. Uh, so, if you're getting on Sunday, if you're getting a Wii U like we are... Uh, the 32 gig Wii U, the amount of storage you actually have in there is 29.8 gigs. The rest is operating system. Oddly, on the don't buy Wii U, on the download basically. No, don't get because that's half your memory gone. Uh, also, on the 8 Unless gig basic, on the 8 gig basic, it only is 7.45 gigs. That's total. It's I don't understand how the 32 gig one requires three gigs to be gone, but the, but the 8 gig only needs half a gig. It's the same OS, isn't it? Maybe part of the digital promotion? The digital promotion does not need two gigs. I don't know. It's weird, right? I don't know why. I mean, it's all marketing, like, 8 gig, 32 gig. That's all marketing to begin with. But it's really strange. Oops. I just kicked things. So it's possible, maybe, that the 8 gig model is actually, well, like, 9.5 gigs. But they just call it 8 gig. For some reason? Oh, yeah, I for marketing. I, yeah, eight, yeah. Sa- 8 and 32, first of all, are both, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. scalable. Like, 8 does multiply into 32. So it's, it's a divisible. Or I meant divisible, yeah. Well, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Point being, <laughs> I, my, point, my point is still the same. You know your basic multiplication. I do. But my point is, it's weird that, like, one only takes half a gig and the other takes three. But that's I mean, that like the 32 was really 32. It's probably like 31 something. Yeah. But that's, um, that's that in terms of core functionality that we didn't know about and we now know more about. We're still missing a few bits and pieces, as you've probably picked up on. 
But, you know, it's a good indicator of what there is. Uh, on a different note, though, we do know a lot more about what we'll be seeing on the eShop on day one. The eShop is, as we mentioned earlier, definitely coming day one. And they've, uh, you know, some games that, that were supposed to be there might not be there. Some that weren't there are now there. So we have a rundown of what has been confirmed for day one. Nintendo hasn't released a list yet as of recording this. And, as, and presumably as of the time this gets posted, since we're doing them pretty much back-to-back for once. But here's what we know so far. A previously unannounced game, the Pinball Arcade, which is on Xbox Live, PSN, iOS, Android. It's on all the systems already, basically. I know basically. nothing about that. It's coming, to, it's coming to Wii U, and it'll be there day one. Talk about coming out of nowhere. Does it look awesome? It's a pinball game. Does it, it gets, look it, awesome? Well, I'll put it this way. It got eight, eight point. It got like up, like 79, 82 around there on Metacritic, depending oh, on the version. Not bad for a pinball game. No, not bad at all. And uh, it's they, it's uh, the developers of Farce... Or sorry, it's not going to be there on day one. I misspoke. It's going to be there as close to day one as it can get. So probably like the first week or two. Oh. But still, it came out of nowhere. So <laughs> that's kind of neat. For all you pinballers. But, yeah, the developers at Farsight are going to do a little more than just port it over. The TV will show the pinball table, and the gamepad will be used for the like the dot matrix display above the pinball table, you know, where it's like score multiplier yeah. and that sort of thing, as well as uh, for plunging the ball. So there's that. That came out of nowhere. Also, we now know that Tokitori 2, which is the puzzle game from Two Tribes, uh, which was originally going to come to Steam first, but now it's on Wii U first and won't be on Steam till later, is now launching, instead of on launch day, it will now be hitting on December 20th. Mm. They wanted a little extra time to polish it up, which, you know, I res- I think that's yeah. good that any developer does that. I yeah, respect developers that take the time. Wasn't me the one that says um, a delayed game is good forever? No, no, no. A de- yeah, a delayed game. A bad game is... A rushed game is bad forever. A good game that's delayed will... Be- it's event- yeah, yeah. Thank- yeah. A delayed game is eventually good. A, ru- a, a, a rushed a, game is bad, bad forever. forever. Yeah. So, um, in happier news, while we won't be seeing... Uh, unless it's Duke Nukem. Yeah, forever, specifically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's bad forever. Yeah. 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 Anyway. No wonder they're going with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did again. They should have a laughing yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we won't be getting Tokyo Tour 2, but on launch day, we will be seeing Little Inferno, the new, the new game from the World of Goo team. Know nothing about the gameplay. They haven't really revealed it yet. It's out in two days. But it retains that same... Um, it has the aesthetic, it has the Tim charm. Bur- Tim Burtonisky yeah. art style. It looks cool. I might pick it up based on reviews. And uh, Tekken Tag Tournament 2 has been confirmed to be in the eShop day one in North America. So we're getting that as well. Um, in addition to that, we are getting... This just came out recently. Uh, Rayman Legends. As you may or may not have seen, it's the only demo playable on the demo kiosk. For better or worse. I say for better. It's yeah. a really good example. Uh, that entire demo, it sounds like, is going to be downloadable on launch day. They're promising a Rayman Legends demo on the eShop on Sunday that will have three levels and access to an in-game character costume closet. Hmm. Whatever that is. I guess this makes up for them not being able to make a launch game. Huh? Yeah, but still, it's. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the same three levels that, as at the kiosk. They definitely confirmed the uh, co-op... Um, music-based one where you're running and one person... Well, there's two of them. The one set to Black Betty, which is the one at the kiosk. Oh. So they confirmed that, but I'm not sure about the other level. Um, One supposedly the E3 level. But yeah, it's so cool that uh, it not only confirms that, you know, Rayman's a good game because they're really hyping it, but uh, it also shows that demos are a thing that will happen on the Wii U eShop, and they're happening right off the bat. I'm curious to see if any other companies will have any day one. That'd be pretty cool. It would be. I would doubt it, but it'd be really cool. 
Well, it'd be awesome maybe, if there's like maybe, a Pikmin. Maybe there's a zombie you want. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm picking. Game. I'm probably picking that up day one. But we'll get really? to that. I thought you said you weren't getting it. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. First, let's run through. Cod Hold on. Oh wait, my I bad. Might, Cod I might, blops. I might get blops dose. I might get both actually. But we'll get Whoa. to that. Uh, first, one last uh, looking beyond the system itself. Uh, with the launch this close, that means that Nintendo's really ramping up the crazy amount of marketing. So if you want a free copy of New Super Mario Brothers U, they are giving you that opportunity. You just need to go spend forty bucks at Old Navy on Black Friday. Hmm. They've teamed up with Old Navy, and what they're doing is uh, anyone while supplies last that is at Old Navy first thing in the morning Friday for Black Friday, they will get literally if you spend forty dollars, they'll just hand you a copy of the game. Of Mario U? Yeah, Mario U. Hmm. And on top of that, they've done this before with other games. I think they did Just Dance just last year for Old Kinect, Navy. If you want. I'm not getting up that early. I'd rather do. And if you don't, you'd have to be there like the night before if you want to get. It's probably like ten per store or something. But still, they did it last year with Just Dance for Connect, I believe. Oh. So this is a running thing. But this year they're going like above and beyond. In the past, they'd hand you the game. They'd be like, "Yay, you get every game," and you bought our sweaters. But this year, they're actually teaming up with Nintendo to give away a thousand Wii U a Wii U console. You'll get a game card when you pay. Oh wow! And they're going to have a third of all their stores on that Friday and Saturday. They'll have Mario U demo kiosks so you can play the game. And they'll have photo op opportunities with backdrops of Mushroom Kingdom and Wii U stuff. Plus, at their flagship store in San Francisco... <laughs> but wait, there's more. There <laughs> is. At their flagship store in San Francisco, if anyone that's listening lives up there, they're going to have Nintendo characters there for, for the photo ops. So, yeah. it's a lot, considering no one know. associates Mario with Old Navy, but hey. Well, his jeans, his overalls are probably from Old Navy. Oh, and also, yeah, maybe. <laughs> also, I just want to say the name of their Black Friday event this year is Cheermageddon. I'm not no. kidding. It's Cheermageddon, like holiday cheer and Armageddon. Cheermageddon. Yeah, but yeah. Pr- pr- presumably the happiest apocalypse you'll ever experience. <laughs> That's just my guess. But um, so, in addition, in addition to Old Navy, Nintendo themselves are starting to flex their muscle, marketing muscle. Now that the Wii U will be out, they're going to get the word out. Even more than TV ads and movie ads. Yeah, because it's such thing as a marketing muscle. We just have this such thing as a branding muscle. Callback. See what you did there. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> humorous. That was humorous. Like the funny bone. I'm bringing all this <laughs> stuff back. Anyway, um, so the Mall Tour, 26 malls from Nintendo... Ni- from Nintendo. <laughs> from November 19th to <laughs> December 20th. From the official Nintendo Mall, too. <laughs> yeah, from, from, the, from the month of Nintendo, better known as the month of November, to... Uh, Nintendo the, should have its own So list. from this coming Monday, November 19th, all the way through December Nintember. 16th... <laughs> all the way through December 16th, uh, Nintendo's going to have what they're calling the Nintendo Holiday Mall Experience. And you'll have a bunch of Wii U games, a bunch of 3DS games, and a bunch of malls that you can go check them out. Oh, I can play FIFA 13? Well, yes. Why don't you, what else can you play, Jose? Madden 13, well, oh, Just Dance 4, oh my god. Keep going. Dark Saviors 2, Scott, Scribblenauts. Batman, I can see them. Batman, Zombie U, Mario U. Interestingly, no Nintendo Land. Unless I forgot to put it on our list here, but I don't know. That's weird, but it's weird, but at the same time, damn, maybe maybe they feel like they've shown enough Nintendo Land. Possibly. And then if you want to play 3DS, they also have New Super Mario Bros. 2, Paper Mario, Sticker Star, Pokedex 3D Pro, Skylanders Giants, Epic Mickey Power Evolution, Sparkle Snapshots 3D, I know I'm playing that, and uh, Adventure Time. Hey, Ice King, why'd you steal steal our garbage? So that's all at a mall near you. And um, also on weekends, if you go, they're going to be doing giveaways. Unless it's not, because it's on the 26th. Well, yeah, you have to be near one of those 26, I guess. But they're also going to be doing um, giveaways on the weekends, game competitions, uh, Mario video chats at select locations, and some other stuff along those lines. 
so yeah, there's a lot to keep you busy, and we're actually going to go, me and Jose are going to go check out the, uh, one of the LA, or I guess the only LA mall tour stop, and we will have a full report on Rand Nintendo shortly after the tour begins, hopefully, but definitely before the tour ends. How's that for vague? So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, definitely stay tuned to randnintendo.com, where we will post the extra when we have it, when we go. When we check it out, when we take photos, we'll have lots of photos, and it will be glorious. It'll be very glorious. It'll be so glorious that like don't go. when you when you no we're gone. I'm, I'll go at least. But when you um when you click the link, the page will literally glow, and uh, and like angelic music will play. It'll be that glorious. You could do that. I could, but then it looked like a GOC site from 1998. So I'm not gonna bother. But it could do that. Uh, <laughs> it's like those MySpace pages where the music plays against your will. And oh. you can't turn it off because you can't find it. But ours will be like harmonizing chords of angels, and not like, <laughs> and not like Death Cab for Cutie or AFI or something. Anyway, sounds like you had a bad experience. No, not at all. What gives no. you that idea? No, my space pages don't haunt my nightmares. No, not at all. No. Anyway, um, so that's what Nintendo's doing for the launch and shortly after launch. But going into the launch, as you may have noticed from the fact that we just talked about the Wii U for fifty-two minutes straight. There's kind of a bit of a frenzy going on. Everyone's super into it. I'm super excited. Are you super excited? I could be more excited. Really? I, I felt that way until the Miiverse stuff came out, and that was what I needed to like push me from the, like, oh, it's um, kind of cool, to like, oh, God, I really want one. I mean, I, I, I go through exponential happiness. Like, give me Saturday afternoon. Well, yeah, you're going to be pumped by then, I'm sure. Yeah, maybe, maybe as they're handing it to me now. <laughs> the moment I touch it. Out. Yeah, but it's just like, because I know we've said in the past on the show that you know, it's like, oh, it's not quite as, like, new or exciting as the right. Wii, which is still a case, but I'm really excited for Can me. Can for your impressions on the whole lineup since you're actually buying one of every game? No, I'm not. I'm not oh. buying 26 games. 27 games. Not really? No. Oh. Do you realize how much money that is? 27 games? That's a lot of money. Anyway, <laughs> while you figure out that math, uh, um, here's a fun tidbit. We're not the only ones that have an interest in the Wii U, shockingly. What? Besides us and the listeners, because believe it or not, people listening are probably interested, um, GameStop has 500,000 Wii U's that they're ready to sell, and they have seen a pre-order of 1.2 million Wii U games. That's a lot. It's an attach rate of 2.4 games per person, basically. Damn. And I, I don't think that's including the 250,000 $1,741.50. Yeah, I'm not spending that much. Thank you for the math. Well, it depends what the tax on different cities, but about that. It's about 1,800, yeah. No, not doing that. Plus the system itself, so then you're up to like... Over two thousand. Well, if you're already spending one thousand seven hundred dollars, then what's the extra three fifty, right? Yeah, exactly. No, I'm not. Might as well get some controllers and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, I might as well get a pro controller. It's another fifty. Are you getting a pro controller? Eventually, probably not to anymore. Oh. But anyway, um, yeah, that's crazy about GameStop, right? Yeah. Yeah, and not only that, but Sorry. like, I mean, here's the crazy part: that's double the number of game pre-orders they had for the Wii, and the Wii obviously sold incredibly well because there was a shortage. Quotation marks. No, there really was. Oh. Uh, they did a post-mortem on, I want to say computer. You mean it wasn't like a... I want to say on computer. Oh, let's say we don't have enough systems, so it looks like they're... Originally, yes, but then it got out of hand. I was reading an article, I think it was computer, video games, computer and videogames.com, the European uh, gaming news site, CVG. They had a post-mortem about the Wii, and they interviewed um, 
George Harrison, not the Beatle, the former Nintendo executive. I wouldn't have known. And who, by the way, who, who, by the way, I've actually met. He's a pretty cool guy. But um, that's neither here nor there. I interviewed him at the DS launch event. Are you gonna follow him when you get the U Miiverse or whatever? Why would I follow him? He's not Nintendo anymore. He left about halfway through the Mii or the Wii life. He could still get anyway. He could. But anyway, point being, he said that the shortages were not artificial, and it's actually so bad that Nintendo... You know all those cool colors of the Wii they showed off at E3 when they first unveiled it? They had, like, lime the green and red. The ones that never came out because they were... Nintendo was planning to release them, but the shortages were so bad they couldn't even produce just enough white ones. So they just scrapped all the colors. So that's why. Yeah. Because it so it wasn't so it wasn't well. artificial. How ironic. I know, right? Well, no, usually... The console col- sold so well they couldn't... Well, yeah, colors are usually released to boost sales. Yeah. So it does make sense. <sighs> but anyway, um, in case you're curious, the right, games that... sales of the Game Boy Color were that bad? No, but they, if you notice, they released the new colors whenever there's a reason to boost sales. Like when Pokemon Yellow came out, they came out with a special Pokemon Yellow Game Boy to boost sales for people that want to buy the Game Boy Color with their new game. Oh, I guess it's... There's, there's, yeah, there's strategy behind every color release. And if you want to know more about Nintendo's color strategy, be sure to check out my article from August called... I'm good at plugging things. Called um, the Great Nintendo Color Shift. Nintendo's great, yeah, the Great Nintendo Color Shift. I think, which um, it's not around Nintendo.com, and I look at why, like the 3DS, for example, only launched in red and blue and that sort of thing. 3DS XL and that sort of thing. Anyway, back to what I was gonna say. Uh, if you're curious what games are probably gonna do well for Wii U at launch, in terms of most popular games of pre-orders at GameStop, Zombie U, Assassin's Creed 3, Call of Duty Black Ops 2, Scribblenauts, and Super Mario Bros. U are all all doing well. Huh. With Nintendo That's Nintendo. not the order of best to worst. That's just... So, Nint- so. Nintendo Land's probably not on there simply because the majority of systems being shipped out are deluxe, not basic. Wait, well, but, been that, reading... but that means they're not really selling the game separately, right? Well, they are. Well, that's the thing. They not... are, but most people that are pre-ordering are pre-ordering the deluxe ones, so they're getting it with Yeah, but not deluxe. everybody could pre-order a... Right, so deluxe. then... Right, but the... I'll put it this way. What I've been reading on the internet... This is dangerous. I know. I, and, and obviously, everything on the internet is true, is that like 80% of what's being sent out are deluxe edition. Oh, wow. Basically, the basic exists. Basically, the basic. The basic exists, at least in my mind, so Nintendo can say, starting at two ninety nine in their advertising. And so that mm. the media, when they report on it, will say, it's starting at two ninety nine, which sounds much more reasonable. Same way that the iPhone starts at one ninety nine, but if you want one with any amount of storage, you're paying 300 400 Yeah. Yeah. Same huh. idea. Uh, anyway, so that's the... Uh, yeah, that's that's the numbers of the launch frenzy. But if you just like go online, like I've been doing, as I just indicated, you see a lot of uh, you really see a lot of craziness right now. People are flipping out over any sliver of news they can get. For example, peop- there was a like ten page forum thread on um, one of the forums I read, NeoGaf, all about how the edges of the Wii U disc are slightly rounded, so they're not sharp to the touch. They're smooth. So as such, there was a ten page thread on it. Or how about the fact that people have been obsessing over box pictures? Not the outside of the box. Not the not the packaging. But the fact that the recycle logo is back on the inside of the box. You know, for the plastic saving, how they have the recycle carved into the plastic. People are like, oh no, why is it that and not the little grid of squares like on oh. the 3DS? I happen to agree with them. But the point is, there was like a seven-page thread about that. Same form. It's just Friends, like... I remember in my younger days... When the DS was going to come out. Yeah, oh, I, mean, I, I remember being way. obsessive about the... No, I'm not I, saying I, I even made my own little paper replica. Okay, that's a little weird. I'm not saying... <laughs> I'm not saying it mockingly. Like, I'm excited about things too. It's just funny to, like, see this fervor come out of nowhere. People are like, oh, the Wii has no hype, like, two weeks ago. And now everyone's like, oh, God, the boxes don't have little squares. And, oh, man, look at these photos of shipments in the back of a Best Buy. Yeah, seriously. Like, I mean, we talked about that when we saw the Wii U box. For two hours. 
it, no, it was, it was, it was like seven hours. Don't, don't try and make us seem better than we are. <laughs> but no, and it was like, it's just funny to see like out of nowhere this crazy hype. And I mean, it literally came out of nowhere. Two weeks ago, people were not exaggerating and the Wii U, whatever. And now everyone's like, oh, da, 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 da. so I mean, that's you know, yeah, it's like enough to the it makes other people realize it is a new console. Yeah, and I mean, any launch of any new system is a big deal. I mean, it is for us, which kind of begs the question of... I mean, it's Nintendo, after all. It's yeah, Nintendo exactly. releasing which then, a new console. Which then begs the question of, what are our launch plans? I mean, we always talk about what Nintendo does. Maybe we should flip it for once and be like, so what are we doing? Because we're not interesting. But, that's true. <laughs> but, but I mean, maybe our... Why, maybe there are people on the fence kind of like us about what games to buy. or. So what, what, what games are you picking up with your Wii? What are you thinking? Um, You're getting a deluxe, right? Deluxe, so Mar- Mario for sure. So Mario, and yeah. And Zombie U, and that's probably it. Unless there's like a bite. Oh, you are getting Zombie U for sure? Maybe. Possibly. Said maybe. Yeah, it's I think... 60, 60% sure I'll get Zombie U. I wish reviews were out before Sunday for that. Like at the time we're recording this and the time it's posted, it's two days before reviews come out. And yeah, Mario's been getting nines and eights. From yeah, and Nintendo Land's been getting about the same. But that we get that for free, basically. But yeah, in terms of like Zombie U or Call of Duty, it's or Assassin's Creed or any of the third party except Ninja Gaiden, which got like sevens. We really don't know. Hmm. But I yeah, so I think isn't it interesting how the Ninja Gaiden first got like a three and then a seven? Yeah, on IGN. Yeah, yeah, big improvement. Yeah, although it's still not great if it's a seven. It's good. It's just not great. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. Uh, a lot of good games are sevens. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, so um, that's yeah. I I'm a little more torn because like I want. I'm definitely getting Mario U. I'm definitely getting Nintendo Land because I'm getting the Deluxe. I'm 99% sure I'm getting Black Ops 2. I've never played a single-player Black Ops. A single-player Call of Duty. I've only done multiplayer at friends' houses. So it'd be kind of cool to finally experience single-player. And I've heard that the graphics are slightly better. And I've heard that the gamepad features are cool. But no one's putting out impressions and that or there reviews. there is no anti-aliasing. There is anti-aliasing. Yeah, they're like, no one really knows what's going on. So I'm just going to hope for the best and pick it up when I pick up the system. Because reviews probably won't be out yet. But yeah, get it's a bit of a gamble. Yeah. So I, I'm getting that, and I think I'm going to get Zombie U. I'm waiting on reviews. I mean, we played it twice at Con-Con and the Wii U Experience Tour. Both times it was really fun, but I'm just kind of like, do I want two shooters? But I guess they're different enough. One's survival horror, one's fast-paced, like arcade They're very different. So that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Mario, Zombie U, Call of Duty, and Nintendo Land, plus maybe some stuff from the eShop. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe, well... I guess giving your Trying attention, to, might be I cool. guess giving your attention span, you definitely will play all of them. Yeah, just not get very far in any of them. <laughs> but uh, no, actually, I think I can see myself playing to Call of Duty because it's very like knee jerk. Like, here's this happening over here, now that's happening over there. So it keep me interested. You make it sound like I make it sound like I have crazy ADD, which I, I don't at all. I can focus on things very well. <laughs> just putting that out there. But um, yeah. one, you know, one bummer about the Wii U launch actually is the lack of midnight launches. Yeah, but it kind of like threw people, our plans off because when like people don't care, enough. it's when Nintendo put out the DS and the Wii. They had big launch events both in New York and here in LA at uh, Universal City Walk, which is Universal Studios like Downtown Disney. That would have been so fun. Yeah, they didn't do it for the 3DS, which I was like, okay, that comes out in March. I understand that. Like, they, who does a big launch event in March? There's no holiday to tie it in with. But they're not doing one for the Wii U. In fact, GameStops aren't even opening at midnight or early on Sunday for the Wii U. Only yeah. select Best Buys are opening. Some early. GameStops aren't you can't even promise you your pre-order anymore. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But it's like you think if they can't promise pre-orders, they have enough demand to do a midnight opening. Just in the sense that like all the people that pre-order would go and check it out. Yeah, midnight, they, they want to make be, sure not they have more sense actually to try to be there first. 
Yeah. If anything. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. Best Buy hasn't said anything, so... I think we're fine. Well, actually, actually shouldn't it matter since we're trying to be... Since we're trying well, to yeah, get a what back. Yeah, what, bag. what we're doing... For, a anyway, is we want we're to, getting a cinch yeah, bag. We want to go at midnight. Be a cinch. We want to go at midnight somewhere. Haha. <laughs> we want to go at midnight somewhere, and we want to go to City Walk, ideally, but that's not happening. So now we're falling back on the Best Buys in our area that are doing midnight launches. Specifically, the one you pre-ordered at happened to be doing a midnight launch, which mm. worked out. The annoying thing is there are three Best Buys near my house. One of them is a big enough store to do a midnight launch. I happen to pre-order at one equal distance in the other direction that isn't doing a midnight launch. So I'm now going to one of the midnight launches. First 50 people get the cinch bag you were talking about. So hopefully we'll be in the first 50. And then if I can't get it at midnight because they're out of non-pre-orders or whatever, I'll just fall back on my pre-order the next day. But it's just like, why isn't Nintendo doing a big event here? It's really frustrating. Because they the, the last the Wii event was really cool, and I got so much like free stuff. Yeah. Have we hat, we shirt, we wristband, we yeah. So glad this is coming out right before that Thanksgiving break. Well, they always do. This is Nintendo's weekend. I know. Well, well that's right. It's kind of, yeah, it works out that way. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you know, we've now talked about the Wii U for like an hour. But believe it or not, things have happened outside of Wii U in the world of Nintendo. What? Shocking, right? Whoa, whoa! I know. It's like what? I mean, first of all, we have Wreck It Ralph, and we have the announcers. Or the announcers. We have the winners to announce of our contest. So we're getting to that towards the end. We're winners? Sharing. How many? Two. Oh. Yeah, we got two. So we're going to share the winners, share the announcement of the winners at the end. And we're also going to uh, share our thoughts on the movie and their thoughts on the movie. Because we asked people to tell us their opinion. And of course we still have our impressions of Paper Mario and other games. But before we get to any of that, there's still news about not we, you. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's really stilted. So, um, I think the biggest story outside of Wii U this past two weeks was probably a new Shantae for the 3DS. I'm sure you're super excited. You're a fan. Yeah, it was a really, really cool game, and really want the second one. Yeah, the new one I is... I was actually wondering, like, how's he going to do without her pirate powers, but she's teaming up with, um, what's her face? Risky. Yeah, Risky. Yeah, essentially the game, Shantae and the Pirates... If anything's more Metroid than ever. Yeah, it's... Shantae and the Pirates Curse is what it's called. It'll be hitting 3DS eShop next year. And it was unveiled in the November issue of Nintendo Power, the second to last Nintendo Power ever. Sad. Um, yeah, as you mentioned, Shantae's now working with her previous rival and the previous baddie, Risky. And basically, Shantae doesn't have genie powers, and all her genie abilities have been scattered across 30 enemies throughout the world. So, specifically, Risky's Tinkerbots, which are yeah. her minions, which is why she's now teaming up with Shantae. But anyway, so you're going Metroid style, Metroidvania, Metroid Castlevania style, collecting power-ups to access new areas to get back your powers. Yep. In a nutshell. Will she become a full-fledged genie at the end? Only you will find out in 2013 when you pick up. Oh, that long? Shanta. Yeah, it's not till next year. Oh. But um, the thing I was going to say, there was something I was going to say. Oh, yeah. it. The world's actually, they're Wait, taking advantage it, of the Isn't the first one coming out on Virtual Console soon? I know it, it's in... It's already out on Virtual Console, I think. Or it's about to come out. It's been announced, oh, it's, at least. It definitely hasn't come out yet. Oh, well, now it's been announced. See? Yeah. Uh, I remember um, WayForward tweeting something like, oh, it's in that process where right. they decided the, the rating or something. The rating process? <laughs> the rating process, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But, um, it's the like, get, well, here's <laughs> something you'll like is, so Risky's Revenge, which was the DSi sequel to Shantae, that one did, that one's pretty decent month, right? Um, two, three hours. That's it? Oh, well, then you'll really like this. This is approximately double that. So you got a good oh. six, eight-hour game. I mean, it was, I don't know, I remember, it's 
didn't take me that long to beat, but it was pretty fun the whole time. It was like right. Well, you get more of it yeah. this time. Is my point. Um, and if and and I didn't do everything. I mean, there's like more things to do that I could have done. But right, right. Also, as my Switch Force fan, you know how the 3D works. That's basically what Shantae and Pirate's Curse will look like in terms of the 3D effects. It will just uh, be layers of 2D. And she does bounce a lot between foreground and background. Yep. Yeah, it's like there a Mario Land of Virtual Boy, basically. Wouldn't Mutant Muds just be the easier comparison? It's, something more people have played than Wario Land for Virtual Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even played it. I haven't even played it. I just no. know about it. Yeah, Mutant Muds, exactly. Exactly yeah. like Mutant Muds. Ex- yeah. Exactly. Thank you. Okay, I get it. And beyond even Nintendo platforms, there's Nintendo news. That is a horrible segue, by the way. So that's the 3DS news. But going beyond the 3DS, there's news on other handhelds. There we go. Pokemon is coming to iPhone and iPad in Japan. Sort of. In the form of a Pokedex. Yeah. Pokedex Pro for the 3DS is going 2D because it's popping up on the iPhone and iPad in Japan. And it only costs 2 bucks, unlike here where it costs 15 The catch? No. You're yeah, wrong. I'm getting there. The catch? No. The catch? They're getting... They're paying 2 bucks for what we got for free because they only had the... That's the what I was getting to. The Poke... So it's already, being called Poke... It's already more expensive. That's what I'm getting... Hold on. Wait. They're getting what they're calling the Pokedex Pro for only $2. But if you want any region outside of black and white, you pay six bucks per region in an app purchase. Oh, so it starts off with cheaper them? with the same name, but ends up more expensive at the end. Oh, do they get all the quizzes to go with? No, them? I think like a bajillion quizzes. They didn't okay. say. Pokemon Company didn't say. But you know, the quizzes are pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm glad you're enjoying yeah, them. Yeah, which Pokemon has a higher special defense stat? Yeah, that's something everyone needs to know. Hey, life and death situation. Guy pulls up a knife to your neck. And says, does Squirtle or Jigglypuff has higher defense? And you're going to go, oh, well, it's clearly da 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 and then he spares your life. Yeah. That sounds possible. <laughs> Crazy people. Sure. People that grew up with Pokemon now, maybe like five years from now, would be those people. Or in ten years. Yeah, but no one's going to ask that. Yeah, they're going to ask you for your phone or your money or your name or your... to steal. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I will say, it sounds absurd that Nintendo's releasing something that's on the 3DS on another system like that, but it actually kind of makes sense. Nintendo has said that they need to embrace smartphones and whatnot for augmenting their gaming experiences. That's why Miiverse will eventually be on smartphones and um, accessible via computer. That's why the eShop will eventually be accessible on both. So this just makes sense. If you're playing Pokemon, you want all the info at your fingertip. So yeah, they'll get a little more money this way too. But but it's really a way to promote the games. They don't sound like no AR or anything, huh? I don't think so. I don't know. They well, haven't said. At least they still get the the Pokédex voice saying the name of all the Pokémon. I assume so. Yeah. They haven't said, but like that. Yeah. Were you? Was that what you were saying up this whole time? No, I actually want to continue where I left off. I've been going through every single Pokémon because I don't. Know, I think there are achievements. I'm not exactly sure, but every time I go through an entry, it says you have viewed this Pokémon. You remembered this Pokémon. How much was Pokédex Pro? Fifteen. Yeah. Is that what I just said? Apparently, I spent is it worth fifteen? I've already spent three hours on it, and I'm not even done with the quizzes and stuff. There's a quiz oh, that just tests you on the cries. How'd you do on it? I only remember, like, the first two generations. And I was able to guess some of them. I mean, it's multiple choice, though. Right. I mean, it sounds like a growl. It's probably a right, dog right. one. Yeah. 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 Pokedex Pro. Yeah. I wonder how that game did in sales, actually. Because uh, it seems really expensive for a 3DS when game. When I first bought it, there were, I guess, only seven people had downloaded it at the time. Or seven people rated it, you mean? Some people rated it, and they rated it, like, as high as possible. Yeah, but that's not the same as and how Honestly, like, it, it has more, like, I knew the content I was getting into, but it had more 
than you expected. It had more playability than I actually first imagined. Right. Well, you know, speaking of sales, I'm proud of this one. There was my Pokédex Pro impression. <laughs> yes, yeah, surprise! Pokédex Pro impressions that we didn't advertise or mention. Uh, but speaking of sales, since I mentioned how much they sell, you know what time it is? It's time Soul for Jason's time? Sales Corner. Oh. I wish we had music. Uh, I'll be taking a nap. No, you'll be right here. Okay, it's, it's not a whole lot. So October NPD came out. That's what chart what tracks U.S. sales charts. And uh, U.S. industry isn't doing too well. It's down yeah, 25, well, not in the last half a year or so. It was doing fine last year. But sales are down 25% from last October or this October. Oh. Yeah, that's hardware and software. Nintendo actually didn't release any hardware numbers because this month. Bad? I don't know why exactly, but I don't think so though. Because well, NPD, every, everyone on Earth has a Wii, so what? Well, we we they haven't released in forever. Well, yeah, because DS they didn't announce and 3DS they didn't announce. Some people have two. Here's what's strange though. NP, yeah, you have two. NPD, well, sort of you and your sister. NPD analyst Liam Callahan. Uh, made a point when they released the number of saying they like released a statement from one of their MPD employees to kind of augment the data, and they said that um, sales of both the DS and 3DS are up month to month, so they're better in October than they were in September. 3DS that's probably because it's just getting towards the holidays. DS obviously Pokemon Black and White Two did that, but no, Nintendo still won't release numbers. What we can kind of figure out is that the 3DS must have at least sold 213,000 units because that's what it sold last month. In mm. September. So it sold at least that much in October, but somewhat more, at least. Yeah. So there's that. On the software side, uh, NBA 2K13 was the top seller of the month with 1.27... Yeah. 1.27 million units across all the platforms it was on. It's actually coming out on Sunday for the Wii U as a launch title with some new stuff. Like they had the Gatorade biometric scan, where if you hold the controller up to the TV, it'll like do an overlay on the controller that'll show you... like the stamina of all your players and like a color-coded thing as they run around the court like it syncs Whoa. it it's kind of neat actually it like syncs with what's on the tv so it's like the same image but one's like i can see you getting that just because i know yeah but um so that's actually nba 2k13 besides it's... playing as a jersey shore and justin bieber but... oh yeah i forgot they're in there but yeah i, I can't wait to play as the biebs yeah but 1.27 million units as i said is actually 60 percent higher than last year which is a huge jump for a single franchise hmm so, good for them. Yeah, uh, on the Nintendo side of things, Pokemon Black and White 2 managed to sell a combined 876,000 units. Black 2 was number 3 on the chart, just below Resident Evil 6, while White 2 was number 5 on the chart. That sounds pretty good, right? Maybe. It, like, for a game, that's pretty good. Selling 867,000 for, for, you know, one game or two games that are split is pretty good. But, when you look at how compared to the original Black and White, not so good. Black and White sold 2.5 million units when it first charted. Black oh, and White wow. 2 only sold 867,000. To go further back, Heart Gold and Soul Silver, when they came out, sold 1.78 million in, yeah, it, in their first people, month. Pokemon fatigue. Maybe it's because it's the same game. Well, the same world. Because here's the thing. In Japan, it apparently sold less as well than the original. So I wonder if it's just the idea of doing a direct sequel didn't resonate. Maybe, yeah. I, guess I mean, we, we had a whole episode of why we didn't get it. It's funny how... Maybe a third version would have done... Wait, how, how do you know how, like, Platinum did? I don't have those numbers, unfortunately. Because hmm. I feel that would be, like, a better... Might have done better. A better view. Yeah. Or would have been a better way to compare, you're right. Yeah, because it might not be... I mean, this is... This but is Nintendo's third, treating this these... Is, this is technically, like, a third version with... No, this is more than a third. It's a whole new game. Well, well I'm treating it like a third version. It's not. Yeah. A third version was the same game with one story edition and one extra gameplay element. 
this is an entirely new game. I'm thinking new I'm, world, I'm new saying, region, redesign, same region, but new re- redesigned same, same region. Yeah, but redesigned same Pokemon city. with well, I guess no. No, they it, brought all the old Pokemon. Yeah, that's and it has a redesigned redesigned world map and stuff. It's basically like a halfway between a third version and a whole new game. That's right. It's, third it's no, it's closer the, 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 the to a new third game. versions also have new areas and stuff. Yeah, but they don't redesign the old area. This is literally it's just the yeah, same. They do well. Actually, not no, all. Well, not really. Really. It's more textured. Like I know, um, platinum. Almost everything was all snowy and icy. No, but I mean, it's the same and core were... game. The third version is the first two versions with a couple gameplay elements added in. Black and White Two was the same world, totally different story, totally different. Um, same gameplay elements. Somewhat, yeah. No, they added all sorts of new online stuff with this one. I don't know. I don't but either way, it didn't maybe just, maybe just well. the compatibility with the Pokedex. all the 3DS, yeah. yeah either way, it didn't sell as well. One game that is chugging along though is uh, New Super Mario Brothers Two. Didn't land on the chart this month, but it did sell an additional one hundred thirty-five thousand units, which means in the U.S. alone, it's at six hundred seventy-five thousand. That's all. Download and uh, I don't know. I think just retail. Nintendo just cited MPD, so I imagine it was just retail. But if you want some eShop numbers for once, I actually have those for once. Uh-oh. Uh If you look beyond MPD and go into Japan, Animal Crossing New Leaf just launched over there. And it's Nintendo actually had to tweet out that they're sold out. They sold 600,000 units, which was their initial shipment in only a week. Pretty good, to put it lightly. And then they sold an additional 200,000 download copies. That's huge. Japan as a culture generally is not quite as... Hmm. warmed up to the idea of download content like they tend to prefer from what i've been reading yeah. they tend to prefer um actual physical content so the fact that two hundred thousand people went out and got a fourth of all animal crossing sales were download yeah. is kind of crazy doesn't kind of make sense it makes sense that's why game. that's why i think it did so well and also nintendo actually advertised the download version mm-hmm. on tv like, they'd be like, get Animal Crossing, download it from the eShop. Like, they didn't really emphasize the retail, they emphasized... Yeah. If my brother gets the, the physical copy, I might get the download. Yeah. Yeah. On top of that, in Japan, they also had uh, cards at, like, 7-Elevens and stuff, like, download cards for Animal Crossing. So, you know, you'd be buying your beef jerky, and they'd be like, buy Animal Crossing New Leaf, here's a card, just enter the code. So, I think all that hmm. is what made it so strong in download sales. Christmas gifts or... Exactly, whatever. stocking stuffer, literally, it fits perfectly. Hmm. I got you Animal Crossing. Why didn't you just buy me the physical copy? Because <laughs> <laughs> I saw this cool card, and I was like, hey, you can take it with you. But, yeah, so th- that's... You're, you're making me waste my digital space. <laughs> I mean, not digital. You're, you're filling the fridge. <laughs> I don't want to rearrange the fridge. But, yeah, that, in a nutshell, is Jason Sales. I say in a nutshell too much. That's it for Jason Sales yeah, like Corner. The third, fourth. Thing. I know. There's not much to say for Jason Sales Corner, because not much was released in terms of numbers. But there you go. And that also wraps up what's up with Nintendo. Yeah. So, before the Wii U onslaught, Paper Mario happened it's the only thing that happened and that's why i've been playing what have you been playing we're on to what we've been playing uh, okay, let's see well what have you been playing that you're gonna talk about uh, paper mario well, i already did pokedex so paper mario and the epic yeah, mickey demo just, yeah just those two why well, do you pick mario I mean, first i played a lot of other stuff why <laughs> well, do you pick mario first i guess yeah might as well uh i feel it's the more important who the should more... take the lead on this one i've been talking a lot so if you want to take all the lead, right Paper Mario Sticker paper Star Mario. for the Nintendo Oh yeah, as I was saying, I don't know. Do you think it'd be better if it was Paper Mario and the Sticker Star? He is the Sticker Star. No, the Sticker Star's the Sticker Star. Well, no, it's a dual the meaning. It's a dual meaning. The Sticker Star's the comet and the Sticker Star's him because he's the star no, yeah, yeah, yeah. of sticking things. That's why it's not and the Sticker Star. Oh. Also, that would sound too much like Professor Layton and the blah blah blah. Well, yeah, Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door. 
No, it was Paper Mario, Thousand Year Door. It was Thousand Year Door? Yeah. Pretty sure it was. Oh, yeah, right, you share your impressions. I'm no, 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 you're, you're probably right. If anything, I'm looking it up. The game might be back there. Uh, no, it's not. I'm I... looking it up. Go ahead, share your impressions in the meantime. Anyway, I don't know. I've... I honestly don't know how I went in expecting it. Paper uh, Mario, The Thousand Year Door. Oh. No. Yeah, Paper Mario, colon, The Thousand Year Door. Huh. All right. Well, that changes that there. complaint. <laughs> but oh. yeah, so Paper Mario, go ahead. Sorry. Um, I guess I went in expecting... More of um, not Super Paper Mario, and it is kind. I wouldn't of... say it's like Super Mario. No, I said I wasn't expecting. I was expecting more of like, I don't know, Paper Mario One. Wait, I'm saying it. Is... Oh, yeah, it's kind of like a hybrid of the old RPG Paper Mario and the the platforming Super Paper Mario. I should. Admit, I don't know. It's just had. It's definitely more puzzle centric, which I kind of. You like. know what it is to me. It's just a big. It's just a bunch of puzzles. Even the boss battles, you kind of have to look at them as puzzles as opposed to sticker puzzles. Which sticker are you using? Which situation? Yeah, because I mean, if you try to think of them like, I mean, obviously some of them you can't just pummel to death, but some of them you do need certain stickers. And I don't know. Well, at least the ones I've encountered so far, it is kind of obvious which one you do have to use because mm-hmm. everyone kind of tells you everyone and their mother. But um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you just see it as puzzles, I don't know. It would have bothered me a lot more if I didn't, just because then I feel like, oh my god, now I have to... Like, I rolled one so far, it seems like the only one you could kind of beat in its own self-contained world. Mm-hmm. So far, I can't complete World 2 no matter what I do. At least, that's how I feel. So I went to World 3. I did everything I could in World 3, but it's not nowhere near finished. Then I went to World 4, and I ran into a dead end with something I'm pretty sure I don't have. Right. And now I'm going to World 5, which has another dead end because there's a planet I can't cross. Right. So, so now I'm going to... I'm just going to go in order. Wait, now I went to... That's how I, I did go in order. I'm going to keep going order. I'll and now, just circumvent the and now, issues. And now there's like this cave, I mean this giant mountain that apparently I can't cross because I don't know why. And well, backing it up a little... Wait, I'm stuck. Congratulations. Huh. Backing it up a little, let's talk more about the core game itself opposed to... The, oh. So, I mean, in my mind, because you were starting to go how it's not really an RPG like the other ones, and I think you're right. Like, from my no, angle... I think it kind of is. It doesn't have leveling up. It doesn't have... You earn health not by battling, but by collecting heart pieces, a la Zelda. Uh, it does... Actually, if you think about it, battling doesn't have a purpose. You spend more stickers than you get out of the battle, usually. No, no. Battling definitely has a purpose. Well, I mean... The game... Let me I, rephrase. I feel like it revolves around coins. Let me re- That's if, true. If you battle a bunch of enemies, you, you get, get a lot you, more you get coins. showered in coins at the end. That is true. But you need coins to buy your thing stickers back. And those thing stickers are really expensive. Right. Even though I had, like, over a thousand coins, I was basically back at zero by the time I got that, my stickers back. That's true. So okay. it's like a cycle. It's like, you, you battle a lot. Well, I enjoy the battles. And you also, so and you also, and you also get rare stickers. Like, if you just try to depend on the... On the stickers you farm, find, find, find everywhere. Like you yeah. probably won't do that well against the boss. Right. But if you battle a lot, you can get way better stickers. Plus, you get the coins that you used to buy the products that you used to go back and battle. So it's a nice cycle. So yeah. it, you are encouraged to battle. But yeah, just backing it up. So there's no, it's not an RPG. I would argue it's more of an adventure game with turn-based battles than it is an RPG. Well, yeah. I mean, it R- doesn't have very many RPG elements. It's really like a full-on adventure game. Yeah, what, what, which I'm fine with. I no, no, really no, yeah. don't get me wrong. I really, really, really like the game. Like, I, I haven't mean, been this hooked on a game in a while. I really like it a lot. I mean, what I consider, but it's definitely not. If you're looking for Paper Mario One or or a Thousand Year Door, it is not like that. It's straight up adventure game with some turn based battles. Yeah, no, yeah, because RPGs are just um, at least I would consider them. You could play through the same game, mm-hmm. but it won't be exactly the same as someone else. Right? Because right. I mean, you could 
I mean, you this is a little more yeah, of the have, same, yeah. I mean, you can have different badges and someone else. I guess I can use different stickers than you, but... Yeah, but it's still the same for the most part. Yeah, yeah, for the most part, yeah, everyone kind of explains it the exact same way. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I think the sticker, as much of a gimmick as it might seem at first glance, is actually really cool. I mean, you were talking about how, like, there was the whole cyclical nature of the game, but also, just generally speaking, like, Nintendo did a really good job integrating the sticker idea. So basically, how the game works, unlike the other Paper Marios, is yes, the world's papery and whatnot, but this time more around, more so than ever, I feel yeah, like it's like which they way, did, it's emphasized a lot. Well, they did more. to play because no, no, 3D I mean, not, makes it makes it make no, sense. No, yeah, but I mean, like Paper Mario One, like okay, they're paper. Yeah, like, but they didn't really use yeah, the paper aspect. Paper Mario Two, kind of like okay, now I'm folding and turning into stuff. That's like a, yeah, Super like, Paper Mario was look, you can spin the world. Yeah, and Paper Mario Two, like they even like they acknowledge a lot more often that they're made of paper and like, yeah, well paper. the whole. And you can see the clouds yeah. dangling. Yeah, I was going to say, part of that, like, it really does look like a diorama. Like, because... That was it, diorama. Diorama, same difference. Diorama. Diorama. Because of uh, the 3D effect, which, by the way, looks amazing in this game. Everything... It looks like you're looking in, like, a shoebox diorama from when you're, like, a kid. Like, it's so great. And they're, they play it up, like you were saying, a lot. Like, everything looks like it's, like, hanging or, you know, being po- poked up on, like, a popsicle stick or something. Like, the game icon. Yeah. does that it looked really good and the 3d like it, this game was made the 3ds was made for this game basically is my attitude but um but going back to the game itself so the sticker mechanic i think is really cool in the sense that so you have this really papery world and you you know interact with it as you would expect things you know you you're 2d you can go behind things in front of things and da, da, da. but then the sticker mechanic adds like a whole nother lo- layer of it because you can do what they call paperizing which is when you hit the Y button, the whole level falls down like a piece of paper, basically. And they could place stickers on top of it, and you can peel stickers off the world. So you can basically manipulate the world using your thing stickers, which you mentioned earlier, Jose. Yeah. So that's where, like, the real puzzly elements come in. I mean, yeah, yeah battles have the puzzle. You a lot but... more than I yeah. expected. I mean, I knew you had to use it a lot, but, like, there was a part where, it's not really spoiling anything, but there's, like, a giant fan and... Yeah, it's in World running. 1. Yeah. Basically... And yeah, and they, and they have this clever thing where they have, like, real-world objects that you find, and they're full 3D objects. You know, they're not, like, 2D paper, and they take them to get converted into stickers, and then they become thing stickers, which you then use to solve puzzles. Like, there's one that's a fan, there's a blowy, there's a totally windy area, and the only way, or not windy, it was windy, and it wasn't, but there's a windmill you have to, um, that's blocking a door you need. And the only way to move the windows to make it windy again. So what you do, you take that giant fan sticker, you paperize the world, and you plop the fan down on that world in, in a spot. And then it starts spinning, and the wind picks up. And then everyone's all papery, blowing around and stuff. It's really, it's a really clever mechanic. And, I mean, yeah, there's no experience points, and there's no, you know, RPG traditional stuff. But if you're looking for, like, a good adventure game that still is Paper Mario in terms of its style and its humor yeah, and whatnot, this is Yeah, the combat is still it. fun. I, mean, you so, still, I really like I mean, the you combat. still have to, like, time all your jumps. You still have to time the blocks, so... Yeah. I really like it. Yeah, like, it has the exact same, like, action... I don't know what to call it. Like, button press action, timing. Yeah, action commands or whatever. Action commands or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. you uh, you have to time... If you time the button press just right when you attack someone, extra points, extra damage. If you time it just right when they're attacking you, perfect block, and you only lose, like, one or two, you know, HP or whatever. Did you take one less HP? Yeah. It's, 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 um, you know, it's that part of its core Paper Mario as is the humor, as is the look. The gameplay's a little more adventure but I'm fine with that. Yeah. Honestly, I, 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 mean, I, I am obsessed with the game. I really love and it. And for always having, like, for the most part, a random assortment of stickers every time you go into a battle, mm-hmm. like, I still find myself, like, I mean, when you do the little battle spinner to try to use more than one sticker yeah. per turn, because usually you can only use one per turn, but if you want to use more, you have to spin, like, a slot machine. And yep. if you get two, oh, I forgot that slot and machine. if you get two of the same 
don't know, two or three of the same so, so, items on the slot machine. Yeah, you then will, you you get, will get battle that extra. So if you get yeah. two matching, you will get two. If you get three, you will get three. Yep, and you also get items. So like if you get matching coins, yeah, you, you get, get a bunch of coins, which yeah, then you can buy more stickers. You get right. mushrooms, you get all your health back. Yeah. And usually when you combine them, like, you start thinking, like, okay, what's this really smart way to combine them? Maybe I'll combine, like, my Froxy with this, or... Yeah, you can get very strategic, yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know, it's really fun. And it you, is really and, fun. And, and since you can't really spam the same move over and over again, since you might run out of it, and you have to do something yeah. new, it keeps it fresh. I don't know, it's yeah, like, yeah, because that, like that's it, something we forgot to mention. That's something we forgot to yeah. mention. Battles aren't a move that you have. They are the stickers you have. And once you use a sticker, it's gone. It's very easy to get stickers back. You can go buy them for like a coin. Some of the easier stickers. You can find them stuck to everything in the world. Yeah, they're on the floor. They're on the ceiling. They're yeah. on the wall. You will have more than enough. You will, your sticker album, which is your move set and item set, essentially combined, will run out of space. Lots of times. Yeah, but um, it's really like a clever system in that yeah. you know you don't have and moves. You have to keep sorting you, them a lot. Like yeah, but you could just hit if you go to the album and hit start, it auto sorts. Well, so yeah, that's well. I think that's the only way you could. No, you can. Oh yeah, you're right. It is. But no, it's just they, uh, the oh, whole... No, 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 you can move them manually, but that takes too long. Yeah. And it's it's pretty, whole... It does it pretty smartly when it sorts them for you. It does. It does them by type, that's why. Yeah. Type and size. And yeah, and the, the thing with the album is, yeah, you can have a bunch of different moves, but some of the more special moves or some of the special items require bigger spaces. Yeah. So you have to, it's kind of almost like Resident Evil, where you have to like, manage your inventory. But it, it is a very clever approach to it, and it is a really fun game. The only complaint I have, and it's a minor one, is sometimes it feels like they have a very specific way you have to do something. And if you don't do it quite that way, it'll just tell you, after you screwed it up and lost the opportunity to do it again, it'll be like, oh, well, you didn't do it right. Like in the first boss, I knew from the trailers that you have to use, this might be a bit of a sport, you have sure to was, use the scissor item or the fan item. Pretty sure it was fan. Either one. Turns out. I didn't use so it. I immediately, didn't yeah, your, well, you can, beat it norm- you can beat it normally, but you lose a ton of stickers in the process. So I was like, oh, well, I'm going to use the scissors I have, just like the trailer showed. So I did it. And after I did it, the boss was like, oh, no, you needed to wait till I was turned around. I could see the seams of my sticker because I'm actually multiple people stacked into one big sticker type of thing. And I was just like, really? So then I had to go all the way back. I had to, like, quit the battle because I didn't want to lose all my stickers. Go all the way back, get another scissor, get, you know, scissor sticker, go all the way back again, find them again. And it's just like, I don't know if the trailer screwed up for me or what, but it'd be nice if it, like, let you have a little flexibility. Like, I still cut up a thing made of multiple stickers. That should have had the same effect, whether he was facing forward or facing back. Like, it's just, I don't know. That's my only nitpick. And I know a lot of reviews. Well, a lot but, of reviews but, but, knocked but, it But didn't that. that, yeah. I, I it's the same reason you're stuck right now. Yeah, but. Because it doesn't tell you what you need to do until you don't do it. Or, in your case, it well, just yeah, doesn't well, tell maybe you. Maybe it just didn't occur. Maybe we just haven't found that sticker. Because I didn't, maybe I didn't explore enough. Yeah, but, but I don't want to mark it down for that because... Oh, I'm not marking it down. I'm just saying it's a little annoying. Yeah. I said reviews marked it Yeah, down. but didn't um, that experience also make you appreciate the world map? Because instead of it just being one seamless world where you have to travel oh, all yeah, super the easy. way it's back, it's super easy about you just pretty much go to the world map, just go to the city, grab your that's thing, and then go thing, That's another back. thing we didn't even mention is they made it poor... This is the first Paper Mario for handhelds, and they made it portable friendly by specifically anything, breaking it into, into levels. I mean, even if it was a full-fledged like Mario RPG, I see that could still work just because yeah. the, but I think the, it was land, the, the pieces of the land are all cut up nicely. I think it's basically it, getting the ability to fast travel from the very beginning. Right, yeah. That's all but it is. it is very convenient. Like, each, each level is a self-contained thing. You can hop between them very easily. You can jump out at any time and keep the stickers you if have. If you already beat the level. If you already beat it, yeah. It's handy. But, um, dandy. but what I was going to say is, no, like, you getting stuck is exactly what I think the reviews were complaining about in terms of, like, it doesn't help you. Like, you don't know exactly what sticker you need. And oh. when you do know exactly what sticker you need, you don't know necessarily where to find it. Like, it's very, like, you just have to keep digging through stickers maybe, is it, maybe this is nintendo's way of trying to make you use the little note section thingy <laughs> yeah it's like no one uses the notes on the 3ds we should we should like i passed a bunch of doors that i know i 
that I know I'm supposed to go through. But oh, yeah, I, I saw door those too. Every level has so, the doors. And yeah. eventually I came by um, the shop that sells the doors. So I bought a bunch of doors and I was trying to remember where the doors were. Yeah. So I just kind of went around the level. So I'm probably going to start using the little note thing then just to make it a lot easier. Right, right. I will say, though, that overall, very good game. It's funny because when I heard it, it was almost like a sticker collect-a-thon from some people. Like, when I was seeing reviews, I was like, ooh, I don't know how much I'm going to like this. Like, I started having some doubts, but I'm very happy with the purchase. Definitely my favorite 3DS game in quite a while. Quite a while. Not that many big ones. Well, quite a while could be an indefinite What was the next game? Like- New Super Mario Bros. 2. Hmm, actually, that wasn't that long ago. No, that was August. Hmm. But yeah, so go get Paper Mario Sticker Star. Right now. Right now. So you can play it for a day before the Wii U comes out, and then you'll never play the Wii U. Yeah. But um, that's not the only game we played. We both also played a bit of, well, I actually played through the whole thing, of Epic Mickey Power of Illusion. And Jason will pretty much tell you why. Yeah. Here, it's, we have the same opinion on it. Uh, Epic Mickey Power of Illusion is a 3DS Epic Mickey game. It's a spiritual sequel to Castle of Illusion, which was the Mickey game for the Genesis back in the 90s, Sega Genesis. Here's the thing. The game isn't bad it's just that nintendo and disney have been hyping it so you expect it to be better and essentially the game plays really they slow it like it was for everybody like a Mario it's a game. kid's game yeah. it's not for everybody the game plays very slow it's like they sacrificed i don't know more people just to make it yeah to the kids I exactly mean, mario doesn't do that well, kinda. hold on. Let's actually, explain he why. Let's, back, ex- he kinda does. let's explain why. Why are you trying to remedy that? Let's explain why. Remedy it's that. So, that. real quick, let's explain why it's quick. Okay, so like I said, the game is slow, and I don't just mean in pacing. I mean Mickey himself is physically slow, like really slow. Mm-hmm. And I understand that the original Castle of Illusion, which I played, so I remember this. He's slow in that. But then I was reading up on it when I was, you know, playing together my thoughts on this, and. In the sequel of Castle of Illusion, which was also for old school systems, they sped him up. And then in the second sequel, they gave him the dash button. So I don't know why, even though this is the spiritual sequel to the first game, they couldn't add the dash button back. They have the free button on the handheld. It doesn't use all the buttons. Yeah, but whatever. The, the physics in the game are just weird. The physics are very floaty. M- Mickey, like, very floaty. It's like he jumps really high, but he kind of slows down. Like he's it's kind floaty. of on the moon, but then he kind of speeds up down. The word's floaty. <laughs> no, but he's not floaty the whole time, though. Floaty implies he's, like, levitating, like, the whole time. But I feel like he kind of goes up fast and yeah. stays up there for a while. Also, it was confusing down. at first that you have to hit a button to attack when you're coming down. Like, it, it's set up where it's like, oh, you jump on their heads like Mario, the enemies. But no, you have to, like, hit a button halfway through to jump. Just like, like, just, just like Donkey Kong Country, you have to press A right when you land. That's true, actually. Good point. I guess or, I was expecting or more Mario, Mario Or Mario Luigi, or... Yeah, okay, fine. Okay. But um, that's that's a very minor nitpick. The, the broader nitpick is not only is it slow, but the, it has that drawing mechanic, and that's how it's Epic <laughs> Mickey. Loosely. Yeah. Well, if you played later, it would be a little more interesting. But um, So in the first level, it's literally like, here's somewhere where you need an object. Look at the lower screen. There's a spot for an object. Now draw the object. And drawing the object, by the way, is tracing an outline of the object with your stylus. That's all it is. So that's kind of boring. When you get to the second level in the demo, though, it does give you a little flexibility because it has multiple spots you can draw items. Like, they're all pre-mapped on the lower screen, which acts as a map of the level and shows you where those drawings are until you start the drawing. Yeah. But there's some that are, like, optional, and there's some that, like, in mid-air, you have to undo the drawing and then do another drawing. Like, mm-hmm. it gets a little more interesting, but it's still very hand-holding. It's still yeah. very, it's still very, like, oh, now erase the drawing by just scribbling across the screen. Like, it's it's just, I don't know. Yeah. And here's the thing, the drawing mechanic... I mean, was, it doesn't sound like it was as hand, well, as hand-holding as... Pushmo, I think that game should get the award for most handholding. <laughs> but, but Pushmo got really good though, right? Well, well, after the handholding, after right? like the first thirty. But levels, I'm saying like oh, this. Oh man! Those first by the way, Crashmo, which comes out, I believe next <sighs> week on 3DS eShop, apparently has ninety 
tutorial levels if I read the translation oh. correctly. So brace. Let's and then 140 normal levels. Oh my God. But anyway, back to Mickey. Back to Mickey. Um, so the drawing the worst part is you beat them in like five seconds each, but you okay, know there's not still like 60 Mickey. coming. All right, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> it was just so bad. I, I got it, yes. Uh, the tutorial. I, the rest of the game is amazing, but still. Oh <laughs> I like all these little like, side notes within your own thought. Um, but yeah, so the drawing mechanic in my mind is actually, it's not that exciting because you're just tracing, but the concept of it is kind of clever. I just, maybe later in the final game they use it well, but it just felt, it just ruined the pacing, really, in the demo. Because it's like, oh, you're platforming along, you're doing things, and then, oh, oh, nope, stop, stop, take out your stylus, outline a cannon, now the cannon's there, now you can continue platforming as you normally would. It's just like, it really breaks up the game's flow, not well. And also, what you're saying is for kids, there are two reasons I think this. One is you want to rescue Disney heroes in each level that are hidden away. I'm sure some of them are hitting quite well in the final game, but the ones in this one were, like, right in your path. I think in the second <laughs> the level... the first one was the beast. He's, like, freaking huge. You can't I know. miss him. Yeah, in the second level, they hide him. Like, you have to go up above. Like, you're on a boat. It's very Day Kong. It's very Donkey Kong Country 2. Oh. Like, you're on a boat, and there's, like, you know, all sorts of, like, wooden structures and things. But you have to... Uh, or not Donkey Kong Country, Donkey Kong Land 2. Diddy Kong's Quest. What do you mean? Donkey Kong Country 2? Donkey Kong Land 2 on Game Boy. Donkey Kong Country 2 also had pirate shit. Fine, same It was the same. You're right. The same it was game, similar, just with similar. less game. <laughs> just like, same game, but with less game. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. You game um, less when you play it. Um, yeah, I guess. I had Land 1 and 2 for Game Boy. That's neither here nor there. Look at you. Anyway, um, like they had one at the top of the map, of the like, sail. I bet they drove you bananas. Uh-huh. They had one at the top of the sail, and you had to like figure out how to get up there by drawing stuff that you didn't have to draw on it. You know, it, you could see that they can be clever with it, but it was dragged down by the fact that, like, it's really just the dialogue in the story that dragged it down. Like, it is written for, like, seven-year-olds. Which I don't get, because Epic Mickey 1, when I played the demo of that at a Nintendo event, had pretty yeah, that, witty banter. That game tried You to... have Epic Mickey 1. Is it pretty witty at times? Yeah. It tried to be kind of dark and stuff. Yeah, and, like, was, this one was, like... It, it was doable. It was doable. Yeah, this one was, and like... It wasn't bad about it. I, I mean, this one's literally, like, Hey, Mick, uh, the, the evil witch stole the hearts of the thing, and we need to get him back to win. <laughs> And, and then Mickey's like, oh no, I better go save them. And then Jimmy Cricket's like, I'm here to help. Like, that's literally the quality of the dialogue. Hmm. You you saw the intro story. Tell me that's not the quality of the dialogue. Uh, you were just looking at the pretty pictures. Oh, well, that was the quality of the dialogue that went along with the pretty pictures. Oh. And yeah, the pretty pictures are all not animated as well. Yeah, that was kind of a bummer. So that's Epic Mickey. I get why Nintendo's hyping it as a major game for the holidays for the 3DS, because one, they don't have very many games this year. And, and two, Mickey. and two, it's Mickey, and three, Epic Mickey 1 did quite well. Mm. But, it's definitely a kid's Especially game. now that it has to share the spotlight with the PS3 and the Xbox and... Yeah. Or is it and Wii U. Oh, yeah, it's on Wii U. But, um... Yeah, so it's good. If, if you have a kid that's a huge fan of Mickey... Yeah, sure. It's a it's a good game for what it is. It's just not what I thought it would be exactly. It's a little too dumbed down. Yeah. One last impression. When, this, I, when it was just screenshots, I'm like, oh, I'll keep an eye on this game. And the 3D looks gameplay. pretty cool, though. Yeah. Like, the castle itself. The, like, yeah, the sprites are really well the done. The sprites are really well done. The backgrounds are nice. It's It, it looks pretty. But uh, one last... Speaking of looking, I looked at... I didn't play... This isn't a, what I was playing. This is more of why I was watching slash playing. Interacting with. Uh, interacting <laughs> with. Uh, YouTube, out of nowhere came out with an app for the Wii today. Today being Thursday, recording Thursday night. In fact, uh, you know you have impeccable timing when you release an app for a system that in 30, in like 72 hours will basically be, be irrelevant. Except not really. I mean, I understand why YouTube did it. There are 97 million Wiis out there. 
and they're getting maybe two million Wii U's by the end of the year. And there's supposedly a YouTube app built into Wii U already, so they might as well still cater to those mm-hmm. 97 million Wii's. But anyway, I checked out the uh, YouTube app, I downloaded it this afternoon, and yeah, it's actually pretty cool. It uh, downside, of course, is it doesn't do HD; it only does 480p max. But you just log in. Um, it's interesting when you hook it up. Uh, you you choose to log in, and that just shows you an activation code. And you go to YouTube.com/slash/activate. Type in that code, log into your account, and then suddenly all your info's on the app. Like, it's all seamless. Very Google, which makes sense because Google built it. Uh, the interface is quite nice. It's kind of reminiscent of um, the Metro look on, like, win- on like Xbox dashboard these days or Windows 8 or Windows Phone where it's, like, lots of square tiles. But, you know, it looks good. Uh, videos load quickly. There's not much to say. It has clever uses for the Wiimote. Like, if you hit plus or minus, if you're in a playlist of videos, it'll automatically skip to the previous or next yeah, video. It's YouTube. Hitting B automatically goes back. Like, it's, it's YouTube, yeah. But they do a pretty good job of, like, integrating it with the Wii and making it make sense with the Wii. So, if you like watching 48p or 480p videos, or, or if you don't have a Wii that you can watch the high-def videos or any other thing to watch high-def videos on, it's definitely a good alternative. And the videos load quick, and they're even at 480p, they don't look great, but they don't look awful. They don't look totally awful. So so there's that. It's just funny that came out now of all times. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it, that was more of a what I'm watching than what I'm playing. But real what we're watching is Wreck-It Ralph. We have our winners. But before we get to our winners, let's talk about the movie. Let's talk about what you guys saw in the movie as well as what we saw. And then we'll announce our two winners, and everyone will have a party. Yay. Yeah. I still so, haven't gotten my, my Burger King toys. I don't think I will That's anymore. That's totally unrelated to what we're talking about. You're talking about the Wii U Burger King toys? <laughs> I don't know where that came out. I, I, was I just, don't know. I, was, I guess you said party. I thought food. And, and then, then you thought Burger King because you imagine your party such a child, I hope, and not your current birthday party, which I hope aren't at Burger King still. So. I don't think I've had a party at Burger King. I they, they sent me discounts when I was a kid. Well, anyway, Wreck-It Ralph. So we both saw it. You're the animation buff. What'd you think? Very pretty movie. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, the movie was really well animated. It, it was really... Um, I really liked how they incorporated different types of animation within the film for different characters that were interacting Oh, at it was the same great time. how the 8-bit characters, even though they were rendered in 3D because they were within the game world now, still move choppy like 8-bit characters. Yeah, and there were some so characters great. that moved like some sort of in-between, like the... The, the barista from Tapper, he also had this weird right. kind of claymation-ish look yeah. to him. Yeah, they Visually, like, I don't know, everything looked really good. Like, the candy world looked amazing. All the, I don't know, it, was, it just looked really good. It was a really good-looking game. That also goes for all you the You mean movie. It's not a game, it's a movie. That's how good That's how good it It looked like a video game, which actually isn't really a comic. Well, well, not really. No. If only games looked that good. Yeah. But, um, it was a really good... Visually, amazing movie, really good. Plot-wise? Um, I really, really enjoyed the plot. That sounds like there's a huge butt there. Um, my Well, bite. there's a difference between plot and story. Which I enjoy both. Okay. I like the plot. I like how they made use. I mean, it's in the whole arcade. It, it takes place in the whole arcade world, so you don't really, they don't really delve into many consoles. It's just the whole arcade. Like, okay, you're plugged in, you're turning. Yeah, it's on. clever. All arcade games in this arcade are connected to Game Central Station through their power cords. So every character, when the game's done, when the arcade's closed for a day, they hop on a little train and go to Game Central Station, and all hang out. Which is how all the great cameos happen because everyone's in Game Central Station. There's the Tapper Bar where you can see like. Well, I don't want to spoil everything, but the tapper bar is there with the bar with the bar, the barista. No, no, that's a Starbucks with the what? <laughs> the bartender. The, bartender, <laughs> thank you. With the bartender from the game, and there's Street Fighter cameos, there's Sonic cameos, there's a ton of cameos, and um, 
at least in the first 15 minutes or so. Yeah, then it takes this crazy shift. In the second half of the Should movie... I'm not spoiling anything, don't worry. The first half of the movie is very video game oriented. The second half of the movie is all about candy puns. Wow. In fact, in Japan, they're calling it Sugar Rush, which is the name of the game the Candy World's based on. The fake game the Candy World's based on. They're not even acknowledging the video game half. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, it's weird. I mean, don't get me wrong. It, it was definitely a good movie for what it was. I wouldn't rate it as high as some Pixar movies like Wally or whatever, which I love. But it was a good animated movie, definitely good for kids. Some of the dialogue in my mind was a little too kid focused. Like Pixar, I think does a good line, a good job of walking the line between like kid friendly and made for the parents too. And Wreck It Ralph walked that line pretty well, but a couple times it stepped over into the too kiddie territory, but then came back pretty quickly. But um, I'm not gonna spoil any of the plot or anything. Don't worry. But um. Yeah, the second half of the movie was basically... I mean, they still had references to game concepts, but it was really more like candy puns. Yeah, there are probably as many food references as there were game references. If not more. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the first ten minutes, basically, not to burst anyone's bubble, but all the preview, all the previews showed all the cameos. Essentially. There's, like, maybe two I was surprised about. Everything else was already shown. Although, as one of our commenters pointed out, there are some good little hidden Easter eggs, which we'll uh, get to when we get to their opinions. But, I mean, don't get me wrong. I did like the movie. I thought it was good. It just... It's worth checking. <laughs> if you have any interest in video games, it's definitely worth checking out just for those first 15 minutes, if nothing else. The rest of the movie is enjoyable enough that you're not going to be like, why did I spend my money? But those first 15 are like gold, and then the rest is like solid silver. I guess that's a good way of putting it, right? That sounds, that sounds fair. Yeah. I mean... So that's, uh, that's my take on it. But, of course, we, we also asked you what your take was for a chance to win one of two Wreck-It Ralph t-shirts, special t-shirts from Comic-Con back in the summer. So we actually... um, The general consensus across everyone that left a comment was that they enjoyed it, which is good. I'm sure Disney is happy. Uh, one thing that I thought was kind of interesting is a guy named D. Crux pointed out that there are actually some clever Easter eggs. This is what I was saying earlier. He noticed... Um, some graffiti scattered around the tunnels of the train sta- of the Grand Game Central Station. Specifically, he noticed the reference to Jenkins is in the Leroy Jenkins thing from World mm-hmm. of Warcraft. He noticed uh, Shenglong was here, which, uh, if you may recall, back in the early '90s, Electronic Game Monthly yes, did it. Fighter Two. Yeah, they did yeah. an April Fool's joke where. Um, well, there is because there is a line of dialogue that Ryu says that says, um, "In order to be me, you have to like risk it through Shenglong." And um, that was they made a character up, yeah, like as, that, an, like, as an April Fool's joke, and yeah. they had the cheat code of how to unlock it. But of course, you couldn't do it. Yeah, and it's funny that um, so it's a non. Just to get a little tangent, but yeah. um, like that actually Ryu, because they had to translate it and all from the Japanese version, he was actually referring to his uppercut, his Shoryuken. But and they misunderstood it. Yeah, well, I guess like they took that like, oh, this could be misunderstood, and they made a whole prank out of it. But and the way they modeled um Shang Long, yeah. Um, they being EGM, yeah. Yeah, um, they... In Street Fighter Four, they created a character called, um... What was his name? Actually, oh, Gyokin? Gokin? Oh, Gokin. And he is pretty much, um... Exact, almost exactly how that Shang Long looks. Yeah. And that Shang Long was supposed to be Ryu and Ken's teacher, and they made this guy Ryu and Ken's teacher. And, they, and Capcom eventually said that they did make this character... He was kind of, like, inspired by that. Right. So... Yeah, but that a, a prank, prank, that, that prank, prank that turned was, into a real thing. Right, basically. but that prank was huge because they literally were like, here's a character, here's how you unlock him, and you couldn't do it. He wasn't real. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's cool, and that's like a... 
I mean, that's a well-known like Smash Brothers. How do you yeah, characters but that's like a them? that's a well-known video game, like April Fool's joke. But at the same time, it's from the early '90s, so that's definitely including it in the movie is really cool because that's more like for our generation and for the kids yeah. that were there. They also had uh, what was the, there's another one, Aerith Lives, right? Final Fantasy reference. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's cool that D. Crux noticed all that actually. Yeah, I and, didn't um, notice any of those. <laughs> Yeah, I mean either, but um, we there was like some that I noticed that you didn't notice, and there was yeah, you like you saw it. without you you saw a Sonic reference. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Sonic's in it, but they referenced yeah, there was another Sonic yeah. reference. There's like three Sonic references. Yeah, some people say they saw Daisy and Peach in it, but I think it's Cinderella and someone else. <laughs> but still, like I, think I know what they're talking about. Yeah, but I, I know it wasn't quite Daisy and Peach. I mean, if it was Daisy and Peach, it would have been straight out Daisy and Peach. Right, it would have been these weird half. Ones. Yeah. yeah. Except there was kind of like this Deku scrub looking guy. That, yeah. That he, he looked like Deku he, Link. He did, yeah, but it was definitely it's apparently, a fish. Apparently, someone has the art book, I was reading this online, and they were saying that's actually a bear in a green hat. Just that they didn't have the same proportion. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's definitely, um, so it's cool that everyone liked it, that left a comment. And uh, thanks to D. Crux for pointing those out. And uh, I guess, I mean, there were a lot of Easter eggs. Another comment from uh, Gantillion, I guess is how you would say it. Said that I'm pretty sure it's Gondillion or sure. I I can't read apparently. I just see it's spelled. Ilian. I'm reading it American. Oh, it's spelled well, well, I, well, I see Ilian and think money. So, yeah. That's what I, say. I don't know. I said Ilian. Oh, what did you say, Gandillion? Gandillion. Oh, G A N D H I L L I O N. Anyway, he uh, or she also said that they noticed a lot of these drugs, but didn't specify. But still, so they, if nothing else, like I said, in those first fifteen minutes. It's like video game gold. So, like, if you're any fan of any video game from any time that's not now, any time in the past, go see the movie just for that. It's great. But, um, so that's pretty much user stuff. Of course, like I said, we have two shirts to give away, and we're announcing them right here on the podcast. So, can I get a drum roll? Our two winners. Okay, whoa, 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 shaking everything. Our two winners are Ringo and, however you say it, Gandillion, Gandillion, Gandillion. Dan Hillian. Those are our two winners. So congrats to both of you. You can stop drumming. Thank you. Uh, so congrats to both Ringo and Gandillian. We'll be, we picked those two at random, and we will be sending both of you a Wreck-It Ralph shirt. But before we do that, we, of course, need your address and whatnot. So expect an email from us sometime before the end of the weekend, which would be before the end of the 19th, I believe. Before Sunday? 18th. Before the end of the 18th. Yeah, I'm just saying the date in case they listen to this after. Oh. So before the end of the 18th, you'll hear from us with information on how you can get your shirt. Or if they didn't hear the set on, they're just going to get an email. And... Yeah, or you'll just get an email out of blue and be like, oh, cool. So, and thank you to everyone that entered and everyone who left a comment. We appreciate it. And with that, we have our winners. We have our Wii U launch ready to go. So I think that pretty much does it for this episode of the Random Channel Podcast. A uh, couple things worth mentioning. A couple major things. Tune in next Sunday. I know I said this towards the beginning, but definitely tune in next Sunday on eleven twenty on November twenty fifth, eleven twenty five. The date, not the time. We're gonna have a very a special extra episode of Ramtown Podcast dedicated to all things Wii U: impressions of the interface, impressions of the Miiverse, impressions of the eShop, impressions of the games, impressions of the system, everything. So, in case you wanted to know more about the Wii U, yeah, if you were unfortunately unable to get one, or if you want to just hear oh, no, other, I was being sarcastic. Oh, if you, I... in case you didn't already have enough Wii U. All over the place for the past like couple months. Yeah. Well, I'm just Here's saying. More. Well, I'm serious though. If, From us. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm somewhat serious though because like not everyone's gonna get one day one. That's true. Either for whatever that I reason. Were gonna get one, aren't gonna get one. Right. So if you I'm want. So if you want to know more about the system from people that have gone, this will be our third time, our third and final, hands on with it because we're gonna have it forever now. Um, 
this would be the chance. So Enough tune in forever. next. Well, yeah, no, I meant. But this would be a chance. So definitely tune in next Sunday. That is true. And every kiss begins with K. We're on jewelry. That's just the next thing that popped in my head. <sighs> anyway, so definitely tune in next Sunday for that episode. We will be reminding you um, about it via Twitter if you follow us at Round Nintendo. Or you can make sure you don't miss it just by subscribing to us on iTunes. Um, in addition to that, like I mentioned earlier, we will be covering Nintendo's Mall Tour in some form. So keep an eye on our Twitter or randomtown.com for in- to see when that extra will go up. Plus, we're not done yet. Uh-oh. On top of the special episode next Sunday, we're going to be back on our usual schedule, which means another one on December 2nd. So mark your calendar so you don't miss that. Or once again, just follow or subscribe and you'll know when it's happening. And to top it all off, a very heartfelt thank you for listening to us for the past year. We weren't sure, to be honest, if we'd make it a year, and it is quite cool what we did, and we appreciate every listener out there. We joke that there aren't very many of you, but that number's actually been going up lately, so that means a lot. It really does. So thank you. Yeah, and we can't really use that joke anymore. We're like, oh, to all Yeah, no, we, we can't be like all six of you, because there's way more than six. So, um... No, but that was like the first ten episodes. <laughs> yeah, I know, but and then we start promoting. <laughs> but no, seriously, thank you so much. <laughs> That's true. Let's see who randomly types in random. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we have a lot of cool stuff in the future, I'm sure. And there's gonna be, you know, the Wii is just the start of the next chapter for Nintendo, so there's gonna be all sorts of interesting stuff to cover yeah, and to we'll... talk about, and plenty more contests to come, I'm sure. So if I nothing mean, else, you can get more free stuff from us. So why wouldn't you listen? I mean, as um, what's it called? As Nintendo shifts aficionado or whatever oh, you want to call it. Okay. Um, oh no, I guess like now that we finally have the, I, I feel like this generation as far as for Nintendo is like is finally done complete as far as because now we have the Wii U and the 3DS. We yep. have the two. Matching, We're in the next. Yeah, it's really the next. Yeah, chapter. because yeah, so it was always the the handheld first. Like we had to wait for we had the 3DS, the regular DS for a while, but it wasn't until we got the Wii that we got to do some random. Yeah, know. yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, and def- um, not only that, but it- so once again, thank you for listening. And of course, you know, one year is a good time to let us know what we're doing right and wrong. So please, uh, if you That's feel true. so inclined, leave us a comment at ramthetown.com, episode 29, a paper thin weight, and let us know what you like about the podcast, what we could do better. Uh, preferably not what we could do worse, because we're not going to try and make it worse. So you can leave out the suggestions for how to worsen the podcast if you're thinking of sharing them. Um, but. Also, we will next time have our Nintendo Network IDs. So if you want to follow us on Nintendo Network, we'd love to build a community of Random Nintendo listeners. So not just us, but also I'm you. Sure we have a hundred slots. We could do yeah. A so bunch feel of free. Games or something. I don't know, exactly. Yeah. So feel free to listen or to list your Nintendo Damn, Network. Mario Kart comes out. <laughs> so feel free to list your Nintendo Network ID as you create it. If you get a Wii U this week on this episode. Or on the next one, or any of them. Feel free to share them with us and the rest of the Ramtown community. We'll, we'll do some cool stuff through Miiverse, I'm sure. But once again, uh, thanks for listening for the last year. We'll see you in a week. Maybe, maybe Jason will, will privately video chat with you. Why would anyone want that? <laughs> I'm not, like, important. I mean, I mean, yeah, I might have been quoted in Nintendo Power three times, but... Eh. And on Nintendo Power, or Nintendo's homepage, like, geez, four times, but oh. who's counting? Anyway, no, but seriously, um... Yeah, we'll see. Seriously, I am important. No, 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 no. I mean, seriously, uh, share Nintendo Network ID with everyone. We're going to have some fun with that. And we will see you on the 25th, which is next Sunday, for a special 30th episode of the Random Town Podcast dedicated to all things Wii U and Wii U impressions. So until then, enjoy your Wii U. Don't spend all waking moments playing it. Your eyes will explode. Goodbye. (laughs) 